welcome to episode 429 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hey, Ed, how's it going? Good. How are you, sir? Um, I'm all right. I had to yell at an old lady, so I guess my day's doing fine. <laughs> you must be doing great, then. I mean, I mean, I, I felt good doing it, so I guess maybe I am. <laughs> uh, Job-related incident. You know, woman who should be old enough to know better. Like, I'm, I'm working with a guest. She kind of squeezes her way in between the her my, the current guest and the next guest mm-hmm. to ask me if we have a credit card. And I was like, Well, we do, but we don't. You don't sign up for it in store and I thought that was the end of it like I just thought I was answering her question and she was kind of pushy and and kind of like you know how old people have this old person entitlement Mm -hmm. you know like I've been here longer than you have so therefore you must like listen to what I have to say Mm -hmm. and it's not that I was ignoring her I answered her question but she just um but I'm also I got a line like I'm trying to keep people moving it's a week before christmas less than a week before christmas technically and you want to ask me something very in very not relevant to this current situation that we're in (laughs) and then next thing i know i guess i'm assuming it's his uh the grandson i'm assuming they're buying a controller and the there's the per the guest behind it who's also woman says like hey yo you cut in front of me and the woman's like no i didn't you weren't even there and i'm like and Ed, I had to shut that shit down as fast as I possibly could. So I screamed at the top of my lungs, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, man, you cut in front of this woman. You did. Don't lie. I don't I was like, I don't care. I don't care. What are you what are you getting? Here. It's this much. I didn't I don't think I even asked if they were, you know, I didn't go through my usual checklist of things I'm supposed to do, but try to make the guest experience at least enjoyable. Right. You know, I was just like, what are you getting? Here's your money. Now get the fuck out of my line. I didn't say it like that, but I was like, here you go, ma'am. And I apologized to the woman that was after her. And the, the old woman's like, I, you know, I, I was, she wasn't there. I was like, ma'am, I don't care. Get out of my store. Wow. <laughs> like, and then she's leaving. She forgets her cane behind, you know? And so the woman's like, yo, you forgot your cane. Like getting all kind of like, yeah, what are you going to do about it, old lady? <laughs> <laughs> Because you know, she already knows. I'm like, I'm already irritated. Because I'm like, and my day was going like, while it's busy, there wasn't a lot of ruckus. No one was bitching and complaining. I mean, I got you know some compliments on being you know patient and like not like being feeling overwhelmed or anything. I'm like, eh, well, that's. I mean, I've been doing this for long enough to know that people suck. I'm just gonna, not going to deal with it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm like, but outside of that, my day was just fine and dandy. Um, did you do anything special this weekend? Uh, yeah, I did a few things or a couple. Th- well, yeah, a few things I could say uh, uh, that I did special. Um, I continued on with the uh, watching of um, Terry Gilliam films. Right. And uh, so we're getting we're getting low. We're, we're down to like. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like when are you gonna be done? Because I'm getting, I'm like yeah. All right. What's next? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're down to our last five films. Three of them are Mighty Python films. So technically, they didn't regnum, but he's acted in them. So, you know, we I count that in the list type of thing. And we have the last five are uh, Life of Brian, um, uh, uh, Search for the Holy Grail, and the other Mighty Python is Meaning of Life. So those right. are three. Then we have The Brothers Grimm, which he directed. <laughs> and right. the other one is um, The Fisher King. Okay. So I was like, okay, so... 
So I usually try and make a uh, sip on pick. And, and he was like, well, since we're down to our last five, he goes, well, I want to make meaning of life. The last film, because that is to him, the funniest film of the, all the movies that he's, you know, in the list. Okay. So he's like, we, he's like, that's kind of our reward for going through this. And I was like, <laughs> you know, cause he, to him, it's a little bit torturous. So I'm, I'm enjoying this. You're putting me through shit. I'm not really enjoying any of this, but okay, fine. If, but if we got to do this, meaning of life's the last one. <laughs> <laughs> So so he's like, well, let's, let's go back and forth. Like, I think so this this week had to be a Mighty Python movie and we saw Life of Brian. Now, I this <laughs> technically was the first time I sat fully through this movie. OK, uh, sip on the same thing. We we both saw it one time in the early 2000s. We went to the Renaissance Fair. We went to, I think, my brother's house afterwards. We You know, we were all like gung ho in the thing and all. And it's like, oh, want to see a movie? Sure. And it's like, let's watch Life of Brian. Of course, if you, you know, if you go through a day of the Renaissance Fair here in Pennsylvania and live in Philadelphia, it's an hour and a half drive just to get there. And then walking around on uneven ground and, you know, up and hill, right. down hills and all these uncomfortable benches. And, of course, we were 20 years younger, you know, in <laughs> our Right. Late 20s, early 30s kind of thing. So we were in better shape, you know, kind of. <laughs> um, we were younger anyway. Um, right. And then, you know, so so it did take a toll on you. So we fell asleep through the movie. So the movie over, we went home, and I never saw it again. And, right. You know, I might have seen bits and pieces on YouTube or something or, you know, through various comedies or something like that. And I would see some clips of it not – see the whole movie and Sipon said he tried to sit down again and he fell asleep through it so I was like all right well he's like let's get this one over with so that's why he picked life of Brian <laughs> right and uh, go ahead. okay I, I'm gonna say I've seen I I own it I own a copy because there are two things in that entire movie that I, I really really enjoy um one it brings one of my favorite Mighty Python songs into play uh the always look on the bright side of life right and then the other one is the biggest dickus. <laughs> <laughs> he has a wife, you know. Incontinentia. Incontinentia buttocks. <laughs> it's my favorite bit because a lot of that at that moment was they were just trying to make the other people laugh and, and so he could yell at them to get off the set. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, he has a wife, you know. He, oh, does it make you tick a little giggle when I say my friend Biggis? <laughs> Dickis? <laughs> I, I just, it makes me crack up crying every time. I just don't know why. Cause maybe because it's just them just goofing around and it's not really like intricate to anything. And it's just a moment of film. They're just like, you know, we're just fucking around and having a good time and making each other laugh and trying to ad lib through the entire scene. And it's hysterical. I, right. I love it. Yeah. And, now, like I said, we, we actually sat through it. We didn't fall asleep and we actually enjoyed the movie. It was kind of a surprise <laughs> for both of us. Like, hey, that wasn't a bad film. We laughed. We like especially the biggest, thickest scene. You know, and we enjoyed that song, like you said. And there was my, my favorite course was the stoning, you know, because it was just right. like he said, like, you know. I forget the Jonah or something like that, and they stoned him. And and the and the guy who's like, um, 
uh, kind of running the, the stoning, you know, it was like, he's like, you can't sing until I say go, you know, and it can't be enough. And, and finally <laughs> he says Jonah or something like that. And they all stone him. And then there's three, three people that this huge rock and they throw it on him, <laughs> right. crush him instantly. And I was, I was in hysterics. When I saw that. It was just like, oh my God, it's so funny. And I, it was just, I, I enjoyed it. I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm like, I'm glad I'm finally got to see it. You know, I can now like, you know, cross that off my bucket list. So we have four more movies to go. So we're we're almost there. Four more shows before you're done with Ed's Terry Gilliam marathon. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to, I'm trying to trying to come up with a new marathon to watch after this. I'm, I'm either flipped between um, doing a Philip K. Dick uh, movies marathon uh, movies based off of Philip K. Dick's works. Right for those people who don't know, he's the guy who brings you the the adapt um, what Blade Runner is based off of. Um, what was the other one big one? Um, Minority Report. Minority Report. Um, the TV show Man in the High Castle, but you can't. I don't know if you're going to do that shit. The review the show. No, no, we're just going to do movies only. No TV only. Gotcha. only uh, didn't he do? Um, was it his? There was a like a cyberpunk type thing. Um, Johnny Mnemonic, isn't it his? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, the other, right. the only other cyberpunk one I'm thinking of is, um, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there there was another Keanu Reeves one that 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 he he was in. That was a, uh, I just can't think of the name of it. It was like a retroscope uh, type of film where they filmed it and then they oh uh, Scanner Darkly. Yeah, Scanner Darkly. That's another one. There's a there's a there's a long there's another long list. It's either going to be that or uh, video game based movies. I haven't. Uh, I haven't decided which which one would be which would be worse. <laughs> I mean, I think the Philip K. Dick ones will be pretty good because there's some good ones, a lot of good ones in that list. I yeah, think. but some yeah, but I mean, there there's some ones that really miss the mark. I think with video game movies, you have to be careful because you're doing live action. You're going to have to throw in the Dragon Ball the Dragon Ball Z movie or the uh, Dead or Alive uh, DOA movie. Mm-hmm. There's there's two Street Fighter movies. Mm-hmm. Um, not to mention the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's some good ones in there. I thought the Sonic movie was good. Mm-hmm. Um, now, would you count the movie? Um, I think it's called Wizards. I think you count that as a video game movie. No, no, it has to be based off of a video game like okay, Assassin's so Creed like or Tomb, uh, Tomb Raider movies. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. and I don't, I don't know if I want to go through that or not. You know, type of thing. I, I was watching a, a, a documentary history on, on video game movies well, not really documentary kind of like a video essay on youtube and they were talking about it and all the list of movies and stuff and all because like there's like i'm like because i'm like i'm not gonna really go through all of them because it's like there's right, also there's like a, a pokemon movie there's like 20 over 20 pokemon movies i'm like i'm not gonna go through pokemon i mean yeah but if you just do the live action there's only one live action pokemon movie right yeah i mean i would say maybe you could strategize on not to not video game movies, but live action video game movies. So that way, the Pokemon movie can only just be Detective Pikachu, right? You know, um, which is good. It's a good movie. Um, okay, I mean, you could do that. But, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of content. Right. That's that's um, the thing. I mean, I might want to try to find a shorter content so that way it's not like killing. Uh, how how's about um, movies based on graphic novels? Okay, that's another like, one. Like you have Watchmen, but yeah, you sure you have your standard comic book movies. But keep in mind, um, Road to Perdition is right. a comic book, um, was a graphic novel. Um, um, From Hell is a graphic novel. 
Um, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is a graphic as mm-hmm. a as a comic book. Um, what was the other one? Another one that many people know. Um, oh, um, History of Violence, I think, is a comic book too. Yes, it is. You're right. You know, uh, so there's there's like some really graphic, no- like some good graphic novels out there that people don't know or movies that are based on comic books. Like when you tell people that Road to Perdition, a Tom Hanks movie, is based on a graphic novel, people go, "Really? From hell?" I mean, it's a based on a comic book too it's like all right so there's it's there's an angle there you go right <laughs> yeah it's it's not a it's not a long list but it, you get a diverse section of movies cross section some action some heart not horror but thriller some you know drama so right right um, I, I mean to be honest with you i think we to... might get around to actually watching uh what do you call it that uh um the movie with bruce wells replicate is it replicate no um Surrogates. What was that? Surrogates. Surrogates. Yeah, I kept trying to get you that. That's also a graphic novel. Yeah. You might get to watch that. <laughs> well, I was saying, there's a there's a there's also a laundry list of action movies that I have that I have still haven't okay. seen yet, like Protege, uh, the uh, Free watch Guy, um, James Bond movies. Yeah, No Time to Die. You know, the, uh, uh, that's coming out soon. And um, but I mean, like I have I have movies that I bought that I still haven't. Uh, uh, gone through yet to 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 view you know i've picked them up just to have them and then one day watch them and i just haven't gotten around to doing it i'm trying to get pull up the list now that's that's what i do during my time in the quarantine was when i was you know um severanced out and on to the job i just went through my video library and just watched movies that i never that i had but never got a chance to watch right like hitman's hitman's wife's bodyguard i still haven't seen that one yet Right. Um. Uh, the one. The one. Actually, I, I was talking about when I was in in Disney Casper. I have that now. I still haven't watched that. Um. You know. I don't know if I'm gonna wait for Halloween for that. I might just watch it just to watch it. Uh, like I said, Protege was another one. Um. Actually, yeah. I'm pretty much. I am. Con- <laughs> believe it or not, I'm caught up. For I thought there's this few movies there, and of course the new James Bond movie because I've seen Venom and Shang Chi already. Um, okay. So I have already. There are two new movies that I bought recently. You know. So, um, yeah. So uh, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm after after this, we might take a break and just watch random movies for a while, and then if right. I come up with a list, I'll, you know, partake, and you guys will be known on it. Um, like I said, I we enjoyed it, and uh, I do recommend it. You know, I mean, like a lot of people, a lot of religious groups apparently banned that movie. Um, right. I could see why, but you know, I think it's more of the commentary of people blindly believing in something instead of you know asking questions about it so it's kind of like you know you have to kind of make up your own mind on things and not just blindly you know go with whatever's going on so i thought that was interesting uh commentary you know for it um so thing um i also um we had a christmas early christmas party with my wife's family uh so we don't get together on christmas uh due to the fact that they, a lot of them go into different, you know, houses. Their her sister and brother go to, you know, different parts. So we end up, you know, having a party a little earlier. Uh, so I got a few movies. Uh, we do a Pollyanna, okay. and I guess we got a few movies for the thing. I got the uh, Planet of the Apes Legacy Collection, the original Ooh. five movies. So I was excited to get that because uh, I don't have any Planet of the Ape movies. Um, though I know I am getting more at Christmas time, but I won't say why, but you'll find out later. 
okay. uh, you know, in a future show. Um, uh, I also got Mine Hunters. This is a movie that I really enjoyed. Uh, L. Cool J, Johnny Lee Miller. I was, it was just my dad was just watching it the other day. Yeah, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. So I was like, you know, so I got that in my in my collection. Um, this one I enjoyed when I was a kid, and I don't know if I can go back home again. But uh, I want to. I'm trying to collect all the Disney movies as well as much as I can. So Blackbeard's Ghost, I enjoyed that when I was young. I remember watching that. Um, you know, it's about a they have a ship, and the, the ghost of Blackbeard's on it, and it's a whole finding this treasure. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I think the title kind of encompasses what the movie's about. That's about yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I know. I, 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 the, you know, it's about. I no no explanation. I'm, I'm going to say ghost by the name of Blackbeard. <laughs> Probably has something to do with pirates and buried treasure. <laughs> I mean, you didn't have to mansplain it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And then the last one was a double feature of House and House 2, the second story. Right. Uh, you know, I, I did enjoy the original House movie, and I don't know if I remember seeing House 2 or not, but I figured... I think I, I know I remember seeing the first one. I also remember enjoying that. The second one, I don't think as good. Okay. I felt like a, a cheap cash grab. Okay. For, for a movie that not many people saw. Right. <laughs> So I figured I figured I I pick the pick or get those uh, you know uh, I put them on my list so they I end up getting those so I was kind of happy you know for that so that's that's all I got for uh, for now uh, but of course the big thing I think that you know I mean this weekend was the release of uh, Spider Man No Way Home I saw it okay um. And I did too. Oh, okay, okay, good, <laughs> good, good, uh, good, good. I don't know if we should do a spoiler free or not. I didn't want to, you know. Well, see, I, okay. Full disclosure. I mean, I was actually going to be like, it's it's kind of late, and I know you have a job, I have a job, and I was like, well, I wonder if Ed be willing to kind of just kind of forego the normal show format because I've seen Spider Man. I know he's seen Spider Man. Do we do like a hey, let's do just a good old fashioned spoilerific episode? <laughs> <laughs> or or do we just kind of do the hey let's just kind of wing it and go we'll see where it goes kind of thing or like hey thanks for listening to geeks or see you later tune in because we got another episode coming right up behind you <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't know what you want to do and i was like going to ask and i was like well you know maybe i mean i've seen it i could do a spoiler free one um, I, I would like to hear your opinion on some stuff, but that would also require the spoiler, not spoiler free, you know? So I was like, well, we'll just see what happens. Cause I, my, we, Stacey and I saw it a uh, Saturday night. Okay. It was Saturday night. No, Friday night, Friday night. No, wait, today's what Sunday. Day Sunday. Uh, did you see it last night? I don't think I saw it last night. That wasn't Saturday night. Did so you see it two nights ago? Uh, yes, it was. We saw it Friday night. Friday night. There you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It, days, it's, it's holiday season. I work in retail. Days are kind of meshing together. <laughs> they all blend in. <laughs> they do. So, yes, I, 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 we, went to go, we went to the local reference, the Chamonix Mall, because that's where we work. But we went to the movie theater there. Stacy does not a big fan of that theater because she doesn't like the seats because we saw it in like a regular theater. Uh, she'd would prefer the cushy seats that slide back from like the Woodhaven, mm-hmm. but because she, like me, was afraid to go on go anywhere near the internet that day because we were afraid that there'd be spoilers everywhere. Right. You know, so it was just kind of like keep your head down, let's go. If the movie's only two and a half hours, sure our butts kind of were sore afterwards, but we both walked out kind of going, oh, 
anyway. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, like I, I saw it Thursday night, and ooh. we decided to get tickets like almost like last minute type of thing, like okay. a couple of days before uh, type of thing. And this, they've been on sale for like over a week at yeah, that point. Yeah, it was like like twenty four hours before the, when we got ours. So we we ended up going to the Chamonix ourselves because anything was either like way up front, which I'm not comfortable with, even in right. the soft comfy chairs, or you know, like way off to the side, like it was like bad seats, like no matter, you know, where you looked, you know, type of thing. So, so she was like, well, she doesn't like, she doesn't like the same reason. She doesn't like Mishami for the same reason. And I'm like, I really don't care. Like I, right. I'll it, shift a million times as long as I get to see the movie I want to see. Right. Like, like I want to see this thing. So I don't care if I have to stand up and watch it for two and a half hours. Like I'll right. do it, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, so we saw we 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 end up getting good seats like on a nine forty five p.m. show on a Thursday night, you know, type of thing. And I've tried That's to avoid good. the internet as much as I could. I saw articles on Facebook, and I was just whoo, right by, it just flew right, right by, and didn't didn't like look at the title. I just saw the picture or something, and I just kind of didn't want to, you know, invest too much in looking at it and just forget about it and move on to right. the next. Right, you didn't want to roll the dice and go, okay, well, maybe this is just a regular old average. No, then spoiler. Right. Right, or they'll show you a photo that you know maybe you shouldn't have seen, right? Because journalism's quote unquote journalists like to ruin shit, and the average person does too, because they're you know haters, right? You know they're they're internet warriors. Like I'm gonna be hard on the internet behind my keyboard because you don't know my face, so I'm gonna spoil all the shit because they're little bitches, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, all right, well, we'll try and make this as spoiler-free as I can, but I don't think we're going to – I think we're going to spoil it. We're probably going to spoil it. Like I said, that's where I'm like, Ed, I mean, I got some, some articles. I mean, there, I, I have more articles on the next spot, but I'm willing to throw them all the way until the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we'll see how this works out before okay. we – you know, before we – yeah, okay, see how long before, this takes. <laughs> okay, so I guess let me let me give you an update on what my week was like besides work because okay. I also did some other stuff too. Okay. Um, I saw a free guy. Okay. Okay, I liked it. I thought it was enjoyable. It was a cute little, you know, movie. Um, it was it was enjoyable. Um, I did get an early Christmas present. Um, I got No Time to Die. We got it delivered to the house yesterday, so I have it. You know, before street date. Look at me. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> thanks Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, what else did I do? Let me just give me some notes because I'm trying to think if there's anything. Super crazy. Um, Hawkeye. Watched Hawkeye. Okay. Obviously. Um, I enjoyed Hawkeye. I'm, I'm the big reveal is, oh, look, that's cute. Um, I also watched I also watched uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Because okay. I also got that as a Christmas gift, too, that was sent to me. Like, my, my, my beautiful wife bought me Venom and No Time to Die, but they came at two different, two different times, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I watched it. Um, how did I play it? I enjoy Venom. I enjoy the character of Venom. I'm not a big fan of, of Tom Hardy. <laughs> like, it's it's the movies to me are just not. They're popcorn films. It's like, oh, Venom is on. Okay, I'll watch it. It's kind of enjoyable. You know, the special effects are kind of cool. The soundtrack kind of decent. But overall, as far as star like acting and like storyline, kind of fucking weak. You right. know, it was boring. It, I thought so. It was. It was. It was kind of relatively boring. Um, I was just like, all right. I mean, it's nice to see Venom again. I mean, of course, there's the you know spoiler, the teaser at the end that he, you know, they bring in uh, 
a an ad of you know television Tom Hardy and not Tom Hardy Tom Holland you know Peter Parker there and you know they I felt like they kind of shoehorned in him into the Spider Man universe you know what I mean right you know because like they're spoilers at the very end they're on like a bumper they're on, like they're on the beach or they're in the hotel room and they're just chit chatting and Venom makes it known that he's like a hive a hive mind of and knows all about multiple dimensions and shit like that and all of a sudden bright sparkly thing goes around and next you know you know he goes and that guy and then licks a TV and it's Tom Holland's you know, face is on there because you know it's like now the whole world knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man right and I'm um, in kind of in scene you're like oh okay so you're thinking hey this is gonna be great you're gonna bring Venom into the Spider-Universe I was like alright I mean that's how they're gonna do it whatever like they're gonna t- but it makes you think that okay so he knows of Spider-Man probably through the other incarnation of Venom which was in the Tobey Maguire's third movie you know um, that Venom maybe that there's some sort of link there but right. you know whatever I the movie was meh it was okay like, I, I, I I don't say meh I enjoyed it I wasn't too thrilled with how they handled the what they did with uh, Woody Harrelson, you know, with uh, Carnage. Um, I thought he deserved better at the end. You might say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, without spoiling it, I do. Though <laughs> there is a moment where Woody Harrelson does say, "Let there be carnage," <laughs> and all I did was like, hey, "He said it." Right. I did the same exact thing. Like, oh, he said it. <laughs> like now, whenever it happens in a movie, I'm just like, oh, look, they did it. <laughs> you know, it was. I mean, and then what? Then actually, then I went back and I watched the first movie because Stacy saw bits and pieces of Let There Be Venom, and she was kind of interested in it. But she was gonna, she was having a day off, and she wanted to watch the first one, and I. Like I said, I don't hate the movies. I find them enjoyable, but I'm not like, oh, you know what I feel like watching? Venom. Right. <laughs> um, so we watched it together. I think she enjoyed it, but again, she wasn't like – she had a lot of questions, but over the course of the movie, those questions were answered. Right. Um, and then when she watched – we call it um, Let There Be Carnage. She did that by herself. She had some questions that she wanted to text me at work about, but then she figured she'd wait, and those questions were also answered <laughs> by the time that they were over. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I thought the movie was okay. I, I, would I recommend it? Sure. If you like the Venom character and you like Tom Hardy and you want to do all that, I, 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 I recommend it, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, but I also saw... <laughs> Uh, I guess I also saw Spider-Man as well, but I also saw a episode. Amazon's really f- crazy about how they tag things. Uh, it's it's a it's a special. It's a Shatner in space. <laughs> All <right>? Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's um, basically an hour long, and it's about William Shatner going on in, on being the oldest person to go into space. The whole journey. In forty-five minutes, roughly, um, but I thought it was interesting. Just the, the, the just the title alone, Shatner in space, had had me hooked. Mm-hmm. And then when I found out what it was about, I'm like, okay, you know what? I could spend 
45 minutes or 40, like almost like an hour watching it because I'm kind of curious. I mean, it's, it's historic him being the oldest person to go into space, him being William Shatner, half the people there that he's probably in that cockpit with, or, you know, that dome like thing probably grew up watching him as Captain Kirk. I mean, hence probably the reason why they're in the business in the first place. Mm -hmm. And, and it, it was pretty accurate you know like this was with me when i was a kid look at me dressed like you like <laughs> um it was it was interesting it was fascinating it got me a little every once in a while i got a little emotional um mainly because of how he felt going through the journey and i was like okay like that's it was it was little movements in me you know not like oh <laughs> crying not crying but definitely like roll like a, a single tear kind of thing um. So uh, yeah, I just figured if if you are interested in the whole space thing that Sh Shatner went in, I I recommend it. It's okay. on Amazon. It's yeah. I'm trying to look yeah. for it now. You're talking to see if I can find it real quick because it's not coming up like right on my Prime uh, um, account. But yeah. you know, I, I'm, uh, Shatner in, in space. space. That's why I started thinking the pigs in space. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, and then Spider-Man No No Way Home. Um, so, uh, <laughs> where do you want to go, Ed? Do you want to start? You start. You start. What What did you think of it first? I was like, what, overall, what did you think of it? Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I didn't have any problems with anything in, in the story. I do have a couple. I have a question, but we get to that if we get in the spoiler area. Um, I liked it. I thought it. I thought it was really really good and. It's it's gonna it's gonna be hard to kind of describe this without getting too spoilery at the moment. Um, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was great. I don't think it was my favorite out of the three Tom Holland movies. I liked the second one more, probably because I have maybe uh, I think Mysterio is like one of my like kind of off-brand favorite bad guys. Uh -huh. um, because. And also, too, I think because I was like, they actually fucking pulled it off. Like, I didn't think they were going to pull it off. Um, but I like the aspect of, you know, the old. It was nice to have, like, the little Iron Man connection. Um, I mean, but overall, I thought Far No Way Home was really good, really solid. I, there were emotional moments where I did tear up. Um, there were moments in the theater decided to cause a ruckus on certain scenes i'm sure your theater did too yeah i mean i mean if you're, if you're talking like any like overshining you couldn't hear anything no it that wasn't the case but really were, okay no there was a couple gasps here and there okay. kind of thing or, or excitements because they saw a face you know kind of thing in the movie right. i mean there was a hooping and hollering on certain moments like um there was an audible gasp when there was a character that showed up um kind of early on briefly I was like well that kind of makes sense I'm glad they did that um, and then later on in the movie there was some like cheering from some of the action scenes that were going on um, but it was like uh, some of it a little deafening so you couldn't hear like any kind of follow up line or stuff like that but I mean I, I kind of expected it you know um, the hooping and hollering more so um I, I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was a solid movie. I liked it. 
Um, again, without going into spoiler territory, because I feel like even if I have to, some of my minor comments might spoil the actual movie itself. Right. So, um, what do you think about it? I thought it was the worst movie ever made. <laughs> he lying sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Every that time was... you do that, you got to come up. You got to start better. Yeah, I know. Like, maybe, you're right. You got to sell it better. Because um, really, I thought it was horrible. I was like, oh, yeah, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. I, I have to no, say, see, I still don't believe yet. <laughs> <laughs> that to me, the, the date was the, the the like the best one that I've seen. That I was like, wow, like I I because. To me, it was there was a lot of characters, and I, you know I'm not giving any spoilers away on this right. one because there's a lot going on. You see, you see in the trailer, so you can't you know fault me for this. So you go and how is how are they going to pull this off? Because you know, and you figured there was going to be some surprises, which there were. Um, and and you go and how they go, and they did. They pulled it off really well. I mean, the the right balance, the right way of of doing things. Um, you know, I, I mean, the only thing I could critique is some of the dialogue between some of the characters were a little weak, but nothing like, oh, that was terrible because of that. You know, like, like right. it was just like, it, it was kind of a throwaway scene anyway, so it wasn't that big of a deal, um, type thing to me. So it wasn't th- that big of a deal. Um, but the, the overall story arc was, was great. Uh, I mean, Every character, I mean, you, you just went through all these emotions, uh, really through it just because of the ride. And you remember, like, I, I'm like, and I'm like, wow, you know, I haven't seen the original series, original set of Spider Man movies, you know, since I think they came out or after, you know, maybe watched them once or twice, right? You know, the amazing Spider Man ones, I think I watched twice, right? A piece, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So you're going. You know, those characters, like, am I going to remember their storylines, the villains, and what they went through, and all this kind of stuff? And it was, you just, it did. You kind of, like, if you've seen them enough, you would get, and I did. And I was saying, like, like it, it all came flooding back. And I'm like, oh, my God, well, you know. Well, like I said, that was kind of cool because prior to when the movie was coming out, I decided to watch all the Spider-Man movies just because, I mean, my, I would say if I had to, pick my favorite it would be spider-man spider-man from day one all day every day um i think he's his rose him and batman to me are tied um and i say that because they're equally some of the best rogues galleries i feel like that the major difference between batman and spider-man is that batman is a billionaire and he pays people to make shit for him peter parker is broke but he's a genius and he makes all his shit for himself Mm -hmm. um and and However, though, they both have, like, their their rogues galleries is probably one of the best on both sides. Um, I think that Pete's humanity and his what pushes him is probably a little bit more believable or more grounded than, than Bruce Wayne. And I, only because he's a billionaire kid. It's a tragedy what happens to his parents die at a young age. He's there, turns him into this... Turns him into Batman. Pete's storyline is kind of his own fault in a way. You know, by he gets bit by a radioactive spider, sure, but he kind of, at first, he's super arrogant, and then you know, his when Uncle Ben dies, it's it is directly a cause and effect from his own actions, and mm-hmm. he learns you know the the most important lesson of all, you know, and that kind of propels him to who he is and the the nature of he is. But I. I I think that so I watched all of them and I like, so seeing Doc Ock again um, I, I liked I mean I thought Willem Dafoe 
crushed it this time around than he did in the other movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that he was just more evil. Um, I didn't mind Jamie Foxx. I thought Jamie Foxx's Electro was way better in this version than it was in the other one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I'll be honest. I mean, everyone knows Sandman's in it and everyone knows Lizard's in it. Um, I was... I, I was at first. I thought they were just getting him to do the um, same as use the voice, but he does show up and he does form himself in the human form at some point in the movie. I was like, okay, so they did get him. They didn't get a guy doing the voice. They just got some. They got him. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who plays the lizards in it. Uh, you know, he's he gets his moment. Like they all get their moments, but I think that Doc Ock. I think between <clears throat> I, I was kind of talking to. Um, Coworker about Doc Ox, I felt like he was a little bit more angrier at Peter in the beginning. <laughs> like, I mean, I know he was thinking it was, that he was, you know, his Spider-Man, I guess you can say from his universe. Um, but I don't remember him being so angry with Peter Parker because he kind of admired the kid in, in the second movie, like, you know, in, in Toby's side. But, and I was like, but then he reminded me that, you know, when, the storyline for the people who don't know is that because of him real quick, not spoiler free, everyone knows at this moment, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, he tries to get away, comes up with the idea that maybe if, you know, all his friends are now in danger and not really in danger, but they've kind of, their lives are impacted negatively because of his association with, with, with him. So he goes to Dr. Strange to try to get a, you know, a spell so that no one remembers him to be Spider-Man at all. Things go wacky wonky, a little wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Who's your father? And the, the spell doesn't quite work. And it has this negative effect of bringing in ultimately villains who know who Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, which made me question, when did Jamie Foxx's Electro know that he was Peter Parker? But I, that could just be a loophole because they were like, we got Jamie Foxx, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone stopped to think that or maybe because he was one with all the electricity and the internet and all that stuff during in, in the second movie. Maybe that's the reason why he figured he was... I, I don't know. There was never a clear-cut moment in Spider Amazing Spider-Man 2 where Jamie Foxx's Electro finds out that Peter Parker, Spider-Man, but whatever, you know, like it's, it was the upgrade to his, his look was nice. I, I liked it a lot, but, uh, um, of course, like I said, wackiness ensues and then there's some decisions that need to be made. And in the end, uh, there is a conclusion and also a beginning. <laughs> and I, I liked it. I thought it was good. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that was a very good spoiler-free uh, review. Ed, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, like like it was. I mean, it's one of those things where you know, like we we were talking about this last week uh, due to some articles that were were, were going out. I'm not not going to get into too much what it was. And one of the things that you always say, it's true though. What you say, it's like people in their minds. Um, have it one way and if it doesn't meet their expectations then it's a terrible movie right you know no matter how well the movie's made you know kind of thing and you're going and you know you're right but i think this far exceeded 
a lot of people's expectations because there was there was some characters there was even a mention of a character that right you know that was addressed and you go in they got it all they they hit every beat like and i'm like i'm like did they think of this like all the way through you know like when you know developing this movie like how are we going to you know get those negative uh you know uh people um you know that that are so critical about Marvel and their characters and stuff and, ha- you know, and be able to pull this off in a way that, you know, everybody's going to enjoy it. And I, it's a, go ahead. Uh, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I agree that there's, there's those moments where like it, the movie, the negative Nancy's are going to say the movie was solely based on fan service. Um, and to a degree that's right. I feel like the people who wrote the movie had to have watched everything Spider-Man related, not just in in the Tom Holland universe, but in order to get the right pitch for Doc Ock, the right pitch for Green Goblin, for all the, the villains in there, you had to have paid attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're right, they didn't mention other you know characters and other situations that happened. You're like, wow, these guys really did do like a little nod and a wink to certain characters and left it off. You're like, Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of neat. It's interesting. Um, but it's also, but I guarantee you there's somebody out there who's still not going to like it because it's not what they wanted, you know? Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, they say there's, there's always going to be somebody not happy with it, but I'm thinking right. the list of those people are now so minute because they, you know, they, I think some people that were like, what about this? What about this? I, th- I think they've dressed enough um, effects, like, uh, um, not effects. They addressed enough of the characters to, you know, to really go, you know what? We, we, we had every beat that people would complain about. And I, you know, like I said, there's still going to be, they're always, there's, there's always going to be somebody that's not going to be happy with this. No matter, sure. No matter sure. what you say, but I think that is going to be such a small list that that the overall success of this movie is going to be way high. I, I think I think this movie is going to turn people into hypocrites, um, because I'm 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 going to try to say this as delicately as I possibly can until you and I decide to say fucking and go for broke. Um, a lot of people complain that this Tom Holland Spider Man sucks because he is Iron Man Junior. He is based on a fan of Tony Stark, works for you know the Stark Technologies and all this stuff that, and that he, he not my Spider Man because you know he shouldn't have all those things. Now, for those there's obviously that I don't think those people have read the most modern comic book because Peter now owns his own tech company. But whatever, um, that's comic book people, and you know comic book people and movie people don't usually are the same person. Right. Um, but by the end of the movie. You kind of, um, he, he becomes his own person is the best way I can, I can describe it. And that those people who complain about being Iron Man Jr. don't really have a response by the end. Mm-hmm. Um, based upon where the series leads to go. Um, that's a soft way of saying like uh, you know best way I could put it I think right <laughs> um, but I feel like those people who 
who bitched about him being Iron Man Jr. are still going to bitch about the what happens because I think those people just want to complain. You know, um, I, but I do I do agree with you. I do think that that area is smaller. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be because they really did kind of go, oh well, let's. There's not a lot of holes in this. I don't think. I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I try to think about it. Like you know, because I've had a, a, a day, maybe they didn't have to like try to think about it and comprehend the movie itself because I knew we were going to be talking about it. And I had to go like, well, how far can I go without spoiling it? Are we going to spoil it? You know, I'm like, but either way, what holes in the plot or in the story or just little throwaway things that kind of leave questions? Did they do it? I don't, I don't, I don't think they did. I think, I think if you're, I don't want to say smart enough, but I think if you paid attention, I think all the holes, all the holes that needed to be closed were closed and it left enough of a string for you to pull on to actually expand. If that made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, uh, I hope, I hope it turns some naysayers into positive I saw somebody on a TikTok that basically said he was never they were never really a Spider Man fan, but because of this movie they understand that they might have been a little judgmental coming up to to to, to see this because um I'm gonna say it like this. I think if you put all three movies together, you have a good superhero origin story. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's the best way I can put it. <laughs> Thoughts? Well, I mean, you know, I I I I'm I, I'm I don't know how far I can go without spoiling this, but let's see let's see how this works out. This movie to me was a total dramatic change compared to the first two movies where this was more of a uh, emotional ride to go through where the other one was kind of the other two were kind of like these awkward moments because of, you know, he doesn't want to know people know he was Spider-Man and you know, like this back and forth type of thing. And it was that kind of like almost like situation comedy type of, of, um, uh, uh, right. right. He, he would, he was a kid who liked being a superhero because the weight of being a superhero, he didn't experience you might say Mm -hmm. like you know they never talked about uncle ben they never really talked about his parents like he was a kid living a good life look at me i like iron man i want to be one i want to be a hero so i have this ability i want to be a hero and even even tony throughout the first one he's like you're not ready for this be a a neighborhood spider-man just stay to the ground and just don't this job is tough and right. you're a kid and you aren't ready for this and and you shouldn't be ready for this you know like this is this is for adults and you're not ready and it pissed them off because like well I'm, a, I'm just as good as everybody else it's like he's he hasn't had that moment in those movies and you're right this movie tonally is is different very different um yeah i mean and that, to me, that was that was the way like to go with this. I think in terms of making this the movie to watch, like in in um, how do I put this? Like 
this really gave you like okay now like the shit's going down like it's the first two movies were good but this made it like to me a lot better because it it gave more weight to the characters you're going okay you know now now we're in this like totally now and and now he's you know now he's going to be the best Spider-Man movie and the best part is we're getting three more movies after this it's, right it's, he signed on for three more there's two more Spider-Man movies now I mean we can speculate on on some stuff there but I I alright um, right, I think it's time Ed I think we've gave everybody enough time to hear our opinion and I'm gonna I'm, from this part all right, I'll, I'll I'll jump in the deep end okay okay alright so folks it's um Okay, look. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already heard this, if you want to keep listening from this point on, Ed and I are spoiling the shit out of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay? Um, If you don't want to hear it, that's perfectly fine. We understand. Come back after you see the movie. I don't know what part, what what time. We're at the 49, like, uh, 25-minute mark. So, like, say, say like, yeah, 49 minutes in. uh, (laughs) Yeah. After forty nine minutes, that's you're you're out of luck. You know, you got to stop right. this. And... You've now crossed over into the spoiler zone, right? <laughs> because we've given you enough warning, we've given you enough play. Thanks for listening. Uh, come back. We're not mad if you cut off now and go see the movie, or or and if you want to listen, or you don't care. Like some people, are like I don't care. I want to hear what they have to say. And maybe maybe what I'm thinking. Maybe if this happens, I'm already prepared. Mm. Um, so. Because I'll be honest with you, when I hear spoilers, it doesn't bother me in the least. It really doesn't. Like, you know, like, it's not like, oh, my God, I didn't see that, you know, get mad. I'm like, right. to me, most of it's the journey. You know, you, you're going to you're sure. going to see this, you know, I'm going to see this movie, whether whether you spoil it or not. And like, like, just because you describe a big scene of it doesn't mean that that's going to totally impact the whole movie for me that I got why I, you know it was a waste of time for me right. to see I'm, I'm a, I'm, I think I'm a little different like I think it depends on the emotional beat that's happening at that moment that you're trying to spoil for me um, while I might be like oh man I didn't want to know that but there might be like a like at like okay we've talked about it before in the past um, when Star Wars the last uh, last Jedi is it the last Jedi uh, the Force Awakens Force Awakens yes before I walked in that theater, I looked on Facebook and I had the Han Solo death scene spoiled for me. Right? Um, at first, I didn't want to believe it. But when I saw it in the theaters, my first instinct was, fuck, I was fucking mad because it was spoiled for me because I didn't get, I wanted that, <gasps> fuck, no. And it wasn't until the second viewing that I was actually able to, like, I knew it was coming, but it's, it allowed me to feel it differently. Because I didn't already know. It's like even though I knew going in, I still was able to kind of, you know, feel that moment. Right. Um, so like I feel like sometimes with spoilers, like when we talk, we're going to be talking in some very deep shit here. Well, <laughs> I, I just I do want to say though, when you because when you found out, you told me about it. Because right. At first you weren't going to, and then you're then right. you made you tell me, and I'm like, even it still got the chills when it happened. Like it still right. didn't bother me that I knew that it was coming. Cause you know, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know when this is coming exactly or when, you know, like, right. you know, when it's, when it's going to happen. And when it happened, it was like, I still got the chills from it. I was just like, Oh my God. Like, you know, that was a terrible moment in my life. <laughs> right. you know? My childhood was like screamed at me going, no, no, no. <laughs> so, all right. So everybody, you've been officially warned from this point on. Ed and I are just talking with, they were talking about no way home and we're going to be spoiling the shit out of this. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 
three, two, one. Uh, see you later. Thanks for listening. Um, and I guess we'll see you next week. Don't forget Geeksters Radio, uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Okay, kid. All right, three, two, one. Holy shit, Ed. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, spoiler number one. Um, Toby and Andrew are in, are in it. <laughs> to me, that's not spoiler number one. Well, I mean, I, I, mean I, say, I say it's a spoiler because they're earlier on. I mean, every, it's kind of like a, the worst kept secret, but it was still being played kind of tongue in cheek. Right. You know, and even I said, like, if they're not in it, I'm okay with it. If they're in it, I'm also okay with it. Um, I thought the way they were brought in was really nice and really cool. Um, it was funny uh, when you got to see all three of them on screen. I thought they were the chemistry right there was really good. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked that. Uh, I like the interaction with that. Ed, what do you think? Oh yeah, no. I mean, that was to me. I mean, that was to me the biggest, the biggest surprise. You know, I think because I, you know, like I said it was the worst kept secret, and I don't, I don't think you could have all those villains and just Tom Holland. Like I, I, I really right. in my head, I'm like, there's no way that they're not going to have Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire in this movie. There, you can't tell me that. You know, kind right. of thing. Especially, I think there was an article. I don't know if, if we covered it or not. Or the fact that the like the seventies um, TV show, Bat uh, Spider Man never got a call to come in, you know, to fill in, and right. you kind of go in. I think that was a nod saying that you know, yeah, other Spider Men are going to be in this, and I'm not, you know. So you, right. so that um, to me was like not a best cape secret, but it was it was great to see the three of them together, right. you know, I, kind I, of thing. And that's to me where the worst worst weak dialogues were coming in with some of the some of the scenes. Um, but to me, the others, the, the three of them are just talking to me. were kind of most like throwaway. There wasn't anything real consequential for it. So I wasn't really uh, like disappointed by it. There is a moment. I think that there's a deleted scene that we, I think there's more to that movie than what we saw in the theaters. And the reason why I say that is because, um, okay, well first there, okay. MJ and Ned steal basically Doctor Strange's ring, the one that makes the portals. And I say it makes the portal, but you can be somewhat magical to do it. And Ned has some sort of innate magical ability, apparently, to be able to make that ring work. Uh. Sort of. You know, um, so he opens up, He, you know, they're like, well, we need, Peter's missing because um, I will get back, not missing, but he hasn't shown up yet because we'll get back to that. We'll, we'll backtrack there. Um, and he's he's like okay well let's get to where's Peter Parker where's Pete you know find Peter find Peter and he does the little like, I'm thinking really really hard spins his hand and oh look there's a Spider Man in the distance and you don't see who it is you see that it's Spider Man because you see the pattern and it isn't until he comes into the light that it instantaneously it's Andrew Garfield um his it's his Spider Man um cute little interaction you know to prove that he's Peter Parker blah 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 um. And then they're like, okay, let's try it again. And um, they did the portal, and it's behind him. And then you see Tobey Maguire kind of casually walk through. Right. But if you replay that scene, MJ, Ned, and even Ned's Nana recognize him. There's this moment of like, oh, we've seen you before. And even he's not surprised to see them either. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
like it makes me feel like that there is a scene in the movie where Toby might have done something. He might have popped up maybe in a background somewhere um, and may have casually saved somebody. But I feel like that might have like might have been like on the cutting room floor because you kind of want the impact of seeing both of them at the same time, or, like mm. in the same scene instead of having like, oh, here's Toby. Oh, Andrew must show up at some point in time. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, I, I, that's when people were hooping and hollering. Um, for, for us, like in our in in our um, theater. Yeah, I mean, you see, we got we got the we got the gasp, like, and then saw I heard we heard a girl go, I knew it, you know, and then, <laughs> and then that was it. Like everybody was quiet. I mean, like to me, it was like the perfect group to see this movie in, and uh, you know, thing. And I, I'm like, and also too, like the, those. I know they're crappy chairs, but that was to me the break because there wasn't people stretching their arms or getting up 50 million times. Of course, there's one guy that get did get up in front of my wife uh, when the movie was over because he was like, I think, fixing herself, and his pants were hanging down. You know, cause, <laughs> right. And it was just like she's like she's like, dude, come on, you know, <laughs> right? You know, but he. Like I think I don't I don't think he was all there or something like that. If he was, right. he was <laughs> he didn't seem like it. But uh, anyway, go ahead. I digress. And oh, no, that's okay. Um, it's so like yeah, that's when like you see Andrew, like people are cheering, and you see Toby, people are cheering. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I wasn't like I was glad to see them. I smiled when I saw both of them. I wasn't like, oh man, I can't. Like, I wasn't disappointed. I was kind of glad that they were in there. But mm-hmm. also at this point in the movie, I'm going, of course they're there. Right. You know. Um, prior to that, one of the reasons why it's, um, there's a reason why I said that to me, if you put all three movies together, it's the perfect Spider-Man origin story uh-huh. because this, this would hurt a little bit and they kill off Aunt May. <laughs> I, I so that's, to say, that. that's, that's to me what changed the tone of it because of that moment well there's many moments but that moment there was the big impactful moment and you're going holy shit you know right because at this point now like you know for the people who are paying attention you know there's there's the green goblins kind of you know back you know and he's violent and he's fighting peter and and uh may gets in the way and she gets fatally wounded but she kind of plays it off, and then she realizes that she's not, or Pete realizes that she's not. And then the moment she said, with great power must come great responsibility, I knew she was dead right there on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. She's gone. There's no saving Aunt May. Because you cannot say that line without dying. You just can't. <laughs> you know. And the moment they did that, I was like, now he's Spider-Man. Now he's Peter Parker. Now he's the... Everything that led up to this moment was kind of fun and kind of frivolous. And everything's fine because he's got so many people behind him. The fucking Avengers, the Tony Stark. You know, like he's living this dream world of a superhero. But the moment Aunt May dies, it's like he's got nothing. He's got to become the person that he's... It's his own guilt. It's his own... You know, trauma, it's his fault in a way because up until then, Pete felt like the whole point is that when you send these people back to their universe, it's it's the moment they're all fated to die. Um, And Pete didn't think that that was right. He felt like you, you, 
and it's it's a core Spider-Man belief that I I mean let's face it this whole thing could have been over by a literal push of a button <laughs> yeah. like you all you had to do was push a button and the problem would have been gone you couldn't get more simple than that mm-hmm. but Pete refused he's like no we can't do that we have to save these people we have to and that is to me for my whole life who Spider-Man meant never giving up on the people around him always wanting to think that there can be some good and we, we can fix this that no one needs to die no one has to die we there's got to be a way around it but then you know it unfortunately leads to aunt may's demise and by the end like you know you're like holy shit like the moment she said that i was like i just right away niagara falls frankie <laughs> yeah i, I figured i've after seeing this movie i'm thinking he is going to cry like a bitch (laughs) (laughs) i i wasn't like i wasn't like um i wasn't ugly crying i was definitely rolling a few tears like you know like oh man like because the journey that he goes through on this movie is so different than the other two movies the other two movies were fun this one was not i want to say it wasn't fun there were some fun moments but this definitely had that like you know dude shit got real and you're kind of well yeah sure you have Doctor Strange on one side, but he's not really getting—he's <laughs> not really getting hands-on at the moment. He's like, "Here, here's something you guys can figure it out." Pushes button, everything goes back this way, and he's like, "I think there's another way." And Strange is like, "All right, go figure it out. Fuck you, I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and you know, I mean, at any moment of time, he could have just pushed that button and it would have been fine. Like, but him losing Aunt May made him kind of become also not only because of that but at the end it's basically pulling the you've got to let everybody you got you got to finish do the spell like you're just gonna have to do the spell and make everyone forget that i even existed right which is which is painful like i think that's the part that made me like really kind of sob and not sob but just kind of like oh man like it sucks like because he's still a kid and he's like he you know he has to go tell him MJ and Ned like you're not going to remember me but I'm going to come back and get you I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you remember me and everything's be, everything will be fine like but he went after the spell is done um, I still think Stephen Strange knows the truth to be honest uh-huh. I think that I don't think you can do that spell and then make yourself forget <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean right because he kind of alludes to that earlier on in the in the movie where him and Wong are having a conversation and Wong's like you can't you can't just do that that's bad and he's like well do you remember this this thing and he's like no and he's like of course that's why because we 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 did the spell right. you know so right. he knows that he's got knowledge when that spell is done he still remembers what ex- exactly happened so i think doctor strange still knows peter parker spider-man you know, he's probably the only person in the world at this moment, but he knows. <laughs> but he's also going to keep it secrets. <laughs> um, I did like, <clears throat> but because of the spell, he's now, he, he, to me, I think that another defining moment of Spider-Man as a character is when he actually goes to where MJ works. Ned comes in. At first, I thought, the two, I'll be honest, I'm, because I'm so jaded, I thought that Ned and MJ were going to be a couple. <laughs> you know, 
I thought the same exact thing. Because <laughs> he comes in and she's like all happy to see him and all, and they're like having this great conversation because I always thought that they were solely friends because of Peter. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and that if Peter didn't exist, there was no reason for the two of them to be friends at all. But being a couple kind of sort of would make sense in a way. Right. You know, so when when it, that moment happened, I thought, oh, they're going to be together and it's going to crush Peter's heart and he's going to walk out. But that's not what happened. He saw that both of them have this bright, shiny future and the weight of them actually him knowing what the weight of knowing that he Spider-Man is going to cost them or will always cost them. It wasn't a price that he wanted them to pay. And he just like, I'm going to leave. And that to me has always been like a a Spider-Man trait. I'd rather go about this by myself than have my friends or family, the people I love in danger. Mm-hmm. It's better for them not to know than to know, you know, so him going off and then him finding his own apartment and like, you know, he's got no Tony Stark. He's got, he's got nothing really. Right. And, and he sews his own suit. So it's a fabric suit. And I gotta be honest, I liked the blue. I thought the blue and the red was nice. Um, him swinging through the city not really doing much except that i was like this is an origin story this is like because he becomes the the suit that he wears at the end is is i'm gonna say as classic a spider-man suit as you can get (laughs) without it being on a piece of paper and i was like wow like if you if you pull back just a little bit and you see all three movies together as one big giant origin story because you can't I mean, you can have the other two movies by themselves, but this third one, you need to see. It, it does kind of take in a little bit of an arrogance to, to assume that everybody has seen Tommy McGuire and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man um, for it to kind of work a little bit. Mm. But I don't know. I think it's an arrogance that they can afford because I feel like they've been around long enough. Those movies have been around long enough. The kids have watched it. Parents have watched it. So, like... Toby is my like will always be my Spider-Man just like just like Adam West will always be my Batman but (laughs) but but in the but in the 80s kids will swear that Michael Keaton's their Batman Mm -hmm. some people will swear Toby McGuire is their Spider-Man now I you know and same with Andrew like Stacy knows more about the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's than the Toby McGuire ones because she's from a different generation she's Mm -hmm. that's his that's that's her Spider-Man and there's people out there who Tom will always be their Spider-Man. And it's you got to be kicking like, well, do those people who know that know the history of the other two? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's going to be interesting when they do the flick. It's funny that I, it's like, hey, we're coming up on the DC Flashpoint movie. And that's going to talk about multiple universes and multiple Batman. And a part of me is like, fuck you. Mar- Marvel already did it. <laughs> <laughs> Twice. Marvel did it. <laughs> you know, they did it twice, multiple times, actually, because, uh, you know, now that the multiverse is shattered, you got What If, you got the Loki show, you got the WandaVision show. Like, it's all, like, the doors have kind of opened wide, like, kicked open. I'm like, yeah, we'll take from a little bit from here, a little bit from there. Um, I, yeah, like, I, like, for me, watching that movie at the end, I was like, wow, this is pretty much an origin story. Like, he learns with great power comes great responsibility. And, Loses Aunt May, which <clears throat> for anybody who's played the Spider-Man game, <laughs> spoiler, you know they kind of do this. They they kind of steal from that game in a way. 
um, which when I when they did it in the game, I was like, wow, that's kind of ballsy. In this movie, I didn't think it was ballsy. I thought it was it had to have happened. They had to do that, especially he didn't. I would say up until then, he never really understood the great power, great responsibility storyline, the, the the meaning behind it until that moment. You know, everything was just all fun and games until you know Aunt May gets shivved. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know about that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd also like to like Charlie Cox being in it as as Matt Murdock. Well, yeah, I was going to get to that one. You know, I mean, like, like because we 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 it was funny we we talked about that the week before, like that you know that Kevin Feige said you know if if we ever use him you know he'll be then he would be Daredevil kind of thing. And then right. it's just like, you know, a week later, all of a sudden we're watching this movie and now it's like, ah, oh, man, like well, he was well, telling I mean, us. Right. He's basically told it. But I mean, if you think about it, I mean, have you seen this week's uh, because we're, I'm going to spoil this week's episode of Hawkeye? Well, actually, I just saw episode one last night. So, oh, you know, because like, okay. yeah, because not watching it. Yeah, because because like I said, my wife and I were she's like, she's like, I want to watch it. We just never got together. So last night. We came home from the party. She's like, you want to watch one episode of, of that? So I did. So I, I enjoyed the first episode, and I can't wait to see the rest of it, you know, go. Right, but, okay. Because I know which the season is, finale is this, actually, this Wednesday coming up. <laughs> right, it is, which makes sense, because Book of Boba Fett starts soon. Right, the week <laughs> after. Like, it's the, the next Wednesday, right after. Right. You know, they then they'll never run two of their shows at the same time, Ed. Right. <laughs> they got to keep you coming back. <laughs> <laughs> the junkies that they make us. Um, well, I mean, do you want me to spoil a future episode for you? Sure, go ahead. Uh, Kingpin's back. Okay. All right, but it's, you don't, you see a photo of him, and it's Vincent D'Onofrio. It's his Kingpin in a blurry photo. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay, and then seeing Charlie Cox on the big screen, especially when he's swinging, I mean, now that you get the, I guess now it makes sense with the, um, Rogers the Musical, (laughs) you know? Like when he's swinging away f- in the very beginning of the movie, when there's Mary Jane and him are swinging away, there's Rogers the Musical banners and posters around, and it's because there's a Rogers. It, it ties in with Hawkeye a little bit around the same time, I guess you might say. Right, because it was it was the first episode of of uh, actually they were watching it in the right. first episode of Hawkeye. <laughs> right. So uh, you know, so seeing Charlie Cox, I was like. Oh, like our the audience was like, oh, like there was like a little bit of a cheer, like, oh, that's great. They did bring him in. Like, it was nice to see him. Like, I for me, I was like, okay, I, I, I was like, because I, I thought his Daredevil was really good. I, I thought that show was really good, you know. And I was kind of bummed that they, 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 you know, canceled it. But I was like, hey, there's no way they're just gonna let that die, you know. And then to see him there just for a brief moment, it now ties him in with everything. Um. It's just I feel like it's like okay well now he'll probably realize that Spider Pete Spider Man anyway because of the heartbeat thing that Daredevil can do right <laughs> spoilers if you didn't know that was a trick that Daredevil can do um so I'm like okay well there's somebody else but it's nice maybe they'll in one of those three movies that Tom Holland signed up for maybe you'll see him in that movie but maybe they'll fight side by side that'd be kind of cool you know like. As a person whose first storyline had Pete, Spider-Man and Daredevil go at it, 
before they work together. I'm excited for that. I'm like, that'd be kind of cool to see them work on screen together. It's something I never thought I'd see. Well, it's insane. Somebody asked me that question last night. As you know, matter of fact, he says like, would you think that Daredevil now that he is in the movie will get his own movie? And I said, no, I, I don't think that he is actually going to get a solo outing as Daredevil in a, in a, in a movie. I think he's going to be a supporting character in a lot I, of, I, I think he'll play like the Hulk role. Right. Like you'll yeah, just, just see him yeah. in a bunch of, of movies. He's going to intertwine, amongst you know like spider-man and then you know move on to some marvel you know so you kind of get more continuity with him as in as the character in the in this movie so you know i i just i just don't see it i can't yeah i don't i don't see i agree i don't see like a daredevil movie coming out anytime soon i do think he'll be if anything honestly you might see him show up on the she-hulk tv TV show. show you know because she's a lawyer and he's a lawyer so those scripts kind of write themselves at that moment, right? I don't, you know, I don't think they're going to work together together, but you know, she might have to consult with another lawyer, and why not let it be him or or something, who, right. or maybe something he's working on ties into something she's working on. Who knows? But I, I think the tone of her show is definitely different than the tone of Daredevil. Uh, she seems to be more, you know, breaking the fourth wall, looking at the camera, you know, making some jokes, which um. I mean, Charlie Cox did come across as kind of funny in his scene in Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, I thought that was kind of, I, I thought seeing him was kind of, it was like a, I was very, I was pleased. Yes. Um, I enjoyed the joke of Jamie Foxx alluding to the fact that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, he thought w- would have been black. <laughs> He's like, I, I, I like to believe that uh, somewhere out there in the universe, there's a black Spider-Man. And I, you know, of course you chuckle because you know there's one. Right. You know. Um, well, speaking of Jamie Foxx, the the effect that they gave, I mean, I don't know if you saw it or not, you know, kind of thing. But when he did the electrical sh- like kind of shooting, mm-hmm. at one point, you, you kind of saw the electro costume. Every time he did it, I saw the I saw the, the what do you call it the um what do you call it the uh, sun the uh, sunflower yeah, head yeah. you know <laughs> but they did it like kind of almost in a cool way like you know like the, right. the you know and I thought that was brilliant you know I'm like I'm like I'm like what a way to wait a way to like tie that into it you know as, yeah they gave him the kind of like the classic outfit without giving him the classic outfit and still I thought his character was interesting because. I mean, some things that were set up that in in Andrew Garfield's world, there's no Avengers. They they talk about it. there's no Avengers, so there's no, um, you know, in in you find out that in Tom Holland's Spider-Man's in the MCU, there's no Norman Osborn, which means there's no Harry Osborn, right? You know, so it's you're kind of like, oh, well, Pete doesn't have a best friend, but he has Ned as his best friend, and. Well, to me, to me, that was that was a great scene, and I was like, because there was, there was a scene in the movie where Ned is talking to Pete, uh, you know, to to one of the Peter Parkers. It was Toby uh-huh. McGuire's, and he goes, you know, uh, they were they they were talking about uh, different things, and he goes, he, he I think he says like, do you have a best friend or whatever? And I, I think like leading the fact that you know, does he have a Ned in his universe kind of thing? Right, like, yeah, I have my best friend. Yeah, he turned evil and I had to kill him. Right. <laughs> And, and and then and then of course Ned goes to his Spider Man to, to to 
Right. And says like, I will never like turn against you or something like that and hugs him or something like that. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was, it was a chuckle moment and you're going, Hey, cause it's just like, cause he did never said that it wasn't, you know, him or somebody else, you know, like well, he just, <laughs> see now I laughed probably maybe a little too loud because as a Spider-Man fan, I know he's hobgoblin. Okay. <laughs> right. Spoilers in the comic book, Ned Leeds is hobgoblin. Now, in the comic book, Ned and Pete were never high school friends. They met as adults. Ned was dating Betty Brant, who is the secretary of J. Jonah Jameson at the Daily Planet. Right. Daily People. Um, so that's how they know each other. But, Hob, but Hobgoblin, his storyline was that he came across Norman Osborn's stuff and be, became decided to become like a mercenary and became the Hobgoblin. So, and then, you know, I don't think he ever finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But to me, it was kind of hysterical because he had, you know, I mean, to for me, it was it was very funny for him to go like, I would I would never do that. I'm like, yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you totally become a bad guy, Ned, (laughs) you know, like, Ned, you can't, Ned leads, you are his best friend, but you are, I mean, it's like it could almost parallel a storyline which would be interesting now that that we've already talked about it the whole world doesn't know that peter parker spider-man now because to them peter parker doesn't exist Hmm. which is the reason why pete's studying for his ged and not taking his ged test because he he's doesn't exist right so it would be interesting to find out that like maybe ned does go now because he works at mit maybe he has the same path as Harry Osborne or Norman Osborne does and becomes like uh, the hobgoblin and it's up to Pete to fight what used to be his best friend. Right. That'd be kind of interesting. Now, again, we're just, I'm spitballing a plot just based upon my personal comic book not history knowledge. Very limited too, because I, you know, I haven't, I don't know if Ned Leeds is back in the universe of Spider-Man or not, but mm. Spoilers! I think he, he got uh, I think he got murdered in uh, in in the comic book back in the day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I was like, I kind of chuckled. I'm like, he totally does. Totally becomes a bad guy. Um, I uh, trying to think what else. Um, okay, well, since we talked about Venom, uh, Tom Hardy does make an appearance in it. As a bumper uh, at the end, yes. As a, as as part one of two bumpers. Um, the first bumper was that was the Tom Hardy in and basically Jim sitting him sitting in a bar drunk talking about the MCU, and not really giving you much, to be honest, but because the spell is putting everybody back into their universe. Who, uh, okay, I guess in my head since apparently. Venom knows Peter Parker Spider-Man, which is the reason why he was pulled into that universe, pulled into Tom Holland's Spider-Man thing in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then hits the button, everyone goes back, and he goes back, but lo and behold, he leaves a little piece of himself behind. <laughs> you know? <laughs> which goes, okay, well now you're going to bring in the symbiote. Um, you're going to bring in that Venom, or at least a Venom now, because it's not Tom Hardy's Venom, which makes me more kind of like, okay, well, I wonder who they're going to get. 
like who's going to be Tom Holland's Eddie Brock. I'm interested in that part. Um, also, too, um, weirdly enough, now the uh, we did you, you. I'm assuming you saw the trailer for Morbius. Yes. Okay. Um, makes me now. I know there's a scene where he's walking down an alley and there's a picture of Spider-Man. It happens to be Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, which is weird, but it says "murderer" written across it. Right then and there, and now places it in a certain time, a certain timeline. It's clearly after the world finds out that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Hmm. Because it's it's written murderer, because now the whole world at that moment in time thinks Peter Parker murdered. Well, here, um, right, here here's the thing, though. Oh, okay. It, it, and this is this is what you got to pay attention to more now. Is it like, or or is it something that they threw in to right. throw you You're off? Right. Because right. like right. if if because... you re- if you remember like I really was paying attention especially at the beginning of the movie when he goes to um, you know No Way Home when when uh, Spider Man or uh, uh, Peter Parker goes to Doctor Strange and you know I forget the 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 the, uh, the Asian Wong um, uh, Wong Wong tells him not to do the spell and then leaves. You know, kind of thing, and you're going, and then he goes, and he just winks at him. That never happens in the film. Like they they re- right. they edit it out to a way to go, like like Wong thinks it's a mistake, you shouldn't do it, and then all you know, then this you know all this crazy assumes, and you you put your you know based on the trailer a movie in your head, kind of thing, and you're going, no, they 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 changed it enough a little bit here and there just to throw you off. You know, right, because right away it was like, "Oh, Doctor Strange. He's why is he dressed like that? Why is he being weird?" And it's Mephisto. Right, <laughs> right. now, now, and, and so you're right. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to, you do kind of have to pay attention. Um, there's also, um, okay, one of the things. Okay, well, what what knocked me out of comic books? I've said it before. Was the Clone Saga. Um, when they bring they introduce Ben Riley and the Scarlet Spider and and you know they allude to the fact that Peter Parker is actually a clone back from the seventies pissed me off so much I was like fuck you I'm done reading comic books you can't do that to my boy right? right what brought me back in the comics was Civil War because now this was when Peter Parker was going to tell the whole world that he was Spider Man because of the 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 it was um it was a different um, initiative. And I'm like, okay, I'm kind of back because I thought like this storyline. And then as time went, there's a moment where they basically Mephisto appears to Spider-Man and MJ because Aunt May is kind of wounded mm-hmm. um, and she's fighting for her life in a hospital. And Mephisto pops up and says, I'll make a deal with you guys. I'll make a deal with you, Pete. I can save your Aunt May. I can save everybody. But the only problem is you're your marriage to Mary Jane that's going to be gone and, and no one's going to know that you're Spider-Man anymore you know because again kind of sort of like what the plot of this movie was so like as a as a, as a Spider-Man fan and has read that comic book and, and ultimately what happens is in the comic book spoiler Pete says no but Mary Jane says yes that that she wants to do this deal because you know, Pete, we love each other. The universe, no matter what the universe throws at us, we'll, we'll always find a way to be together. Uh, you know, it's very comic book sappy. Um, 
So it happens, and it's it's the Brits. They call it the brand new day storyline, mm-hmm. where Pete's single. Um, he's does he's not married. He's single, um, and and the world doesn't know that Peter Parker Spider Man, mm-hmm. and he everything that's happened for Civil War he doesn't know because it never existed to him. Um, made me leave comic books again because <laughs> 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 I just thought like like so now one of the things that made Pete grow up in my eyes was him getting married to Mary Jane and still have kind of the same problems they've always had, you know, as a couple was still there. And then when I find it, the Joe Quesada and the team at Marvel decided to, what made Spider-Man fun was the fact that he was a single guy and that he could, you know, still have all these problems. I was like, you just want to make him single. That's all you wanted to do. You just wanted to make him single because you can bring in all these other women and you can make him just kind of whatever. Make him available. Um, huh? <laughs> make him available out there. Right. <laughs> See where it goes. You know. Maybe they'll make him gay this time. <laughs> right. So I was like, so in watching this movie and it ended pretty much with no one remember, I'm like, they did the brand new day storyline, you sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but it was done in a way where I was like, okay, you know what? I can. This one's is not as bitter of a pill to swallow because I thought it was really done well. I, I really liked it, and I'm kind of curious to see what, where it goes. I mean, you know, like a part of me is like, well, maybe they brought in, maybe they did brought in Miles, in some way, shape, or form. Because if in an alternate universe, if he knew Peter Parker was Spider Man, I, I don't know. You know, I think it's kind of dangerous to bring. Because in my head, and I said this to to my coworker, the Spider-Man nerd in me wants to feel like, okay, if you're going to bring Venom into the fold and you turn Tom Holland into Venom, I mean, well, into the, the, you know, he gets the suit, he gets the symbiote, and then you have your own Eddie Brock. But how interesting would it be if, in this new trilogy, he meets Miles Morales. They become friends. He's obviously a Spider-Man, and that you have Miles Morales fight Venom, Peter Parker, type thing. You know, but again, that's you know, nerd Sean talking as like a <laughs> you know, Andy would be great if he did. It's probably never going to happen because you know. I, but I would like to see a live action Miles sooner rather than later because they planted the seeds in Tom Holland's universe anyway. With Donald Glover's character, um, is comic book accurate? Well, not comic book wise. He's the Prowler, which is Miles Morales's uncle. So you're like, there's already been a seed planet in the first Tom Holland movie. Mm-hmm. So why not expand on that in like the next three movies? You know, I I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for the next one though, because it did lead off. I'm like, okay, so. Pete Parker, man about town, <laughs> like, <laughs> swinging through in his new suit, you know, with the same problems. I mean, he still has the ability to. He's still, he's still Peter. He's still techy. He could probably, I mean, the web shooters. He 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 was already working on in the second movie, or modifying what he already had. Mm-hmm. So it's still doable, you know. Like he could still be, be kind of techy, and he's already smart and he's kind of techy, just like Peter Parker is in the comic books. I'm like, all right, no, I'm interested. I'm excited for the next chapter in Tom Holland's Spider-Man because 
I liked these three movies. I'm excited to see what happens in the next three movies. Right. You know, um, what were your takeaways and likes and dislikes or anything you want to shock spoiler? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, you, you, you hit a lot of, you done know, all, all the points that I would have talked about, you know, especially Charlie Cox, uh, scene in that, in, in that scene and all, you're just kind of like, wow, like, you know, and I, I, I hope we do get to see him more in, in others, uh, Marvel movies, uh, now that, you know, that now that they brought him into the fold and, um, you know, in the expanded universe, like you were saying with Hawkeye, you see a picture of, uh, uh Kingpin. So you're kind of going, all right, at least, you know, and I'm thinking, well, maybe they can use the other characters as well. Uh, like Jessica Jones and, and, um, right. Uh, Luke Cage, Luke Cage and, and so I, on. I, I think they're rebooting um, Iron Fist with uh, an Asian actor. I think they're kind of bending the knee. Maybe they're not going to bring him in. I think they, I think they changed him in the comic books to an Asian guy now, which again, perfectly fine. Not going against it, but I thought to me the story of Iron Fist was that Danny Rand was a person who had not really a home. He wasn't really accepted in in the culture the, the the kung fu culture that he was in mm-hmm. and he was never really accepted in his own back in new york because he was gone for so long and he lives this kind of peaceful lifestyle or he just he was a man without his own place and to me you know he the a the the asian aspect of the lifestyle didn't accept him because he was white dude and then his home, his people at home wouldn't accept him because he had an Asian way of thinking. There was just also a millionaire that a lot of people were kind of pissed off. So, right. uh, you know, I, I guess, you know. Which I don't get, but why the people didn't I, like that. But I'm like, I didn't see it, so I can't really comment too much on it. But the the idea, though, is, is just that the fact is, is that they um, – uh, they open the door to bring right. in other people. Well, yeah. More possibilities that they're you know expanding the universe with with properties that they've already ran through. So you're not you're get, not getting a new Daredevil. You're not getting a new Kingpin. You're not getting new characters. You know, and and like I said, I hope they expand to the other characters that you know were there um, because right. you know it just it's just going to make it a, a you know they've already have establishments in it and you know and i think people people who have invested into this because i would say they even even the amazing spider-man ones i mean like my my son my uh nephew was my saying son. my son yeah <laughs> my, my nephew my nephew was saying that you know like he he thinks that uh that he's the best spider-man out of the spider-man garfield. yeah garfield and he goes and he goes yeah i know that movies are terrible but he i think he's the best spider-man and i'm like Okay, you know, I'm not going to argue with that because everybody's got like right. like you said, like everybody's got their opinion on who their best Spider-Man is. But you 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 go, you know, you at least, um, you know, like I said, have an opinion of it. But like, mm-hmm. now I forget what I was going to say. <laughs> well, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw this out here. I liked the interaction where. Andrew Garfield's character, his Spider-Man, got a little bit of a, a redemption arc in this movie because he mentions the death of Gwen Stacy and that Gwen was his MJ. Right. And the moment, because as what would happen, you need to have, yeah, we've seen the trailer where she's falling from you know, the Statue of Liberty, which is now going to have, I don't know why, have... <laughs> We call Captain America's shield attached to it. They never explain it, but whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, 
she's falling and Andrew Garfield jumps down and he saves her and lands and asks if she's okay but you can see the look on his face of the the like the, the I, I saved her I saved Peter Parker saved the woman he loves like kind of thing right like it was like this moment where she was like are you okay and he's like yeah but you can just see in that moment brilliantly acted by the way um you know that that he is redeemed in that moment that he saved the girl that he couldn't so long ago or at for his time right and it was just it was just a nice little like nice little like oh man that's you fucking writers gave gave him a solid because like he only had two movies he didn't have a trilogy and people make fun of him like <laughs> but you gave him that like little like you know what this was an important moment Let, let's kind of redeem him because even he said that he didn't hold his punches back like to hear like you heard what happened to their storylines after those movies ended you know toby's like well ma'am jay and i are still together but it's up and down so you kind of figure okay that's fine but andrew's like he lost the love of his life he stopped pulling his punches you know and mm. it became bitter and angry and and it's like oh okay well, that's interesting now it's probably because he didn't have a trip uh you know three movies but whatever mm. <laughs> you know but it was nice to, to me. It was like nice to see, like you kind of at when he saves him, and you see a look in the face. The audience kind of went, "Oh, like, like everyone got it, what right. that moment was." And that was nice. I thought that was kind of even Stacey. I heard her go, "Oh, like he got to save the girl," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, he did." <laughs> like, you know, I, th- I thought that was it was nice. Um, Toby doing the old uh, oh my back thing still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought they all I thought like I said I, th- I thought all three of them had good chemistry. You know you're right there were some corny stuff especially when they're talking about the web shooters. You know well it was, I was like I, I'm like 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 you're the you you are good you know you're a good Spider Man blah 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 you know to, to Andrew Garfield and I'm, I'm like oh like <laughs> I'm like stop please no 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 don't don't do that. That's that's not no no don't no no no. It's like you guys are getting a little too meta here. Yeah, like like <laughs> like 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 we're we're gonna give you some positivity in this film, and it's like, oh no no no. no, no. no you're okay, man. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was there was there anything like you know? Um, I thought the fight scene between Tom Holland Spider Man and uh, Willem Dafoe's Spider um, was really good, kind of really brutal. I, I have to say, I have to say though, like not the the fight scenes, but top, but William Defoe playing Green Goblin. Ooh. What what a performance! I mean, <laughs> like I mean, that, he, he that, was good in Toby's version, but it was like I, I felt like he kind of was like you know if I could do it again, I would. This is what I would do, and just he amped played, up his game. Let's say he played a dual personality kind of thing, and it was just like. It, it it was just and and then the speeches he gave like you know uh-huh. he's like you're like you know, you're weak and, 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 and it it just it really like freaked you out like kind of it, thing like like he was always gonna get in Peter's head right just you know he's because he, he is ultimately Spider Man's Joker like knows all about him knows exactly what buttons to push and what's fascinating was was interesting was that. He paid so much attention to Tom Holland's Spider-Man that he was able to break him down too. 
you know, not just Toby, but it was. It just seems to be like Green Goblin could just do that to any Spider-Man once he gets because he's so smart and so good. I was like, oh, he just chewed up the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I also thought it was interesting too. Like I knew that. May worked with like the homeless people in a homeless shelter and all that stuff. And it wasn't until this movie that I saw the name of the place being called Feast. And that's what it was in the comic books. And that's also what it is in the Spider Man video game, which made me think I wonder if they're going to bring in the, what do you call it, uh, Mr. Negative or, you know, that character hmm. at some point in time. Because I was like, wow, you guys kind of. It was like they took everything that was a Spider-Man property and they took, like, acknowledged the video game, which they've done in the past, like, you know, him swinging through the webs in the last movie and doing the peace sign, you know. Mm. Um, but there's that part of me that's just like, wow, okay. You know, like, they really paid attention. I mean, like, obviously, the big spoiler in the video game is spoilers. They they kill off Aunt May. <laughs> huh. But um, not the way she was killed off in this movie. Um yeah, oof, still kind of resonates with me that that fight scene through the hotel, going through the floor, not the hotel, the um condo, right. Happy's condo. Um, I I thought it was really really good. I said it was it was really well done. I mean, like I said, you were Eddie couldn't really find. I mean, I only saw it once. So I have to watch it again right. and again to see if there's any plot holes to really poke through. But I the only, did plot, not... the only plot hole I thought, and again I said it before, I think earlier in the show was that. When did Electro find out that Peter Parker was Spider-Man? I don't remember that ever happening in Andrew's timeline. Mm. You know, but a part of me is like, okay, well, in, in reality, the person that has the most tragic art is still Doc Ock because he still goes back in time. And he's still fated to die. You know, like, like I think you pull them out and you you find out you find out when they get pulled out. Like, obviously, um, with Doc Ock, it's probably close to the end because he's trying to find his machine, right? Mm -hmm. So he gets put back. And it makes me wonder, for those people who don't remember Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock kind of has a change of heart by the end. And it makes me wonder if one could argue that him being having gone through what he did in, in this movie made his heart change when he got back. If that made sense. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I mean, obviously fucking green goblin is green goblin. I don't think he learned nothing. <laughs> like, um, I mean, but then ultimately Peter's whole plot of the whole movie was not pushing the button was, because of the technology that's in his world, he thinks he could cure everybody. You know, um, cure. I mean, well, not. I mean, not just cure everybody, but like cure everybody and put them back into like so that they're better. Um, you know, Andrew Garfield basically said, well, "I did that already with you know, um, Lizard, but he died." You know, mm -hmm. um, so and then with Electro, they just. They took the electricity out of him with like a little funky thing. But even I thought that his character arc was, I I don't, he's all about the power that he's never felt that kind of the the arc reactor that that was in the replicator that that they had that I was like oh that's, that's kind of smart, 
you know, using Tony's technology just to make him more powerful. Mm-hmm. I was like, and then having to find a way to de- basically destroy that. You know, I thought that was kind of cool. You know, um, I thought the Doc Ock, you know, with the... I, I thought... Um, them curing Doc Ock first, I thought was kind of smart because I think that was the easiest one to do. <laughs> <laughs> that was all just tech. Right. <laughs> you know, um, I kind of, like, I, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think there was any, it just felt like they made sure they, they paid really close attention so they didn't have any kind of loose holes. Right. Yeah, yeah I say like like I, can't I, think I, of any. I know I know like a lot of times when they when they do stuff like this and they and they they kind of put stuff together and you go did, did they watch the movie like did they like did, right. did they read a script or something like that before and go you know like yeah no, that's crap like we're gonna do it this way and you know because I'm like I know they like they did that like people could argue some of the Star Wars stuff that 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 they did with the prequels and stuff that you know it's just like they they mentioned stuff and they didn't point that out you know and it's just like it does it does get annoying you're going yeah um why why didn't you just watch the original trilogy <laughs> and make sure right. that these you know like george why why didn't you read your, watch your original movies and go this is you know this make sure this is put in right and this you know how this is done and so that way there's no like uh you know like questions of of what's going on so i mean i also think too like um you know, they, and I mean they, I mean Sony, Marvel, Disney, all of them, I think that they were very smart by not misleading you, but kind of giving you enough to, like, they have to be smart enough to know, okay, we got to give people something to talk about, so we're going to give them this to talk about and completely hide the fact that we're killing off Aunt May. Like, you had no clue any of that was going to happen. No, no, no. You know? Like, I was, like, because we talked about him past shows. I'm like, okay, well, Vulture knows that he's Spider-Man. Why wasn't he there? You know, um, I was just like, okay, well, maybe because he was busy off doing, you know, fucking Flash, you know. Or, I mean, he looks like he shows up in in Morbius, maybe, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's that moment, you know, where you see him in it. I'm like, oh, okay. I wonder, is he in it in it, or is he just a walk-on in it? Um, I also had like an, I also, I did pull an article, maybe we'll talk about it next week of, um, how like Willem Dafoe that said that he'd come back as, as Green Goblin under one condition that he gets to do the stunts that, so that was him doing all the stunt work, mm-hmm. you know, cause he's like, if, what's the point of being the character if you're not going to be the character? And I was like, all right, good for him. Cause I'm not, I mean, he's no spring chicken, but um, I was. It was nice. I mean, man, I liked the the the, the uh, for lack of a better term, the new the redesigned suit. It's still the old suit, but he had that purple um, hoodie on, and that when the purple hoodie got all tattered and and yeah, I'm like, he looks pretty creepy. Like mm. he looks like the goblin from the comic book, just without the mask. Right. I was like, all right, that's kind of cool. Um, there is one moment I, I feel like it's a blink if you blink and you miss it moment. He gets on the glider. His body looks completely different than it did in, like when he turned around, like almost like he was an actual goblin. <laughs> like, huh. I don't, I don't, 
like I said, I feel like it was like a blink if you blink and you miss it kind of moment. I don't know. I guarantee you, somebody's probably gonna freeze frame that scene just because he looked like way big, bulky, muscular, like goblin esque. Right. Not, and I, I, I'm, maybe it was just a trick of the light or something. Maybe I'm probably just kind of give everybody the impression he was, but he stole kind of stole the movie a little bit. Oh yeah, you know, like every time he was on, I might, I was like, I was tingling because I'm like, he's chewing up the scenery in such a great way, and he's so good at being that bad guy. It's like he had years to kind of think about what he wanted to do and and executed it, or executed it perfectly, or just had good writers. I don't like. It's one of those things where I can't wait for the DVDs, <laughs> the Blu-ray, so I can watch all this behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> You know, because I'm like, I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, what else? Did, was, was there anything that you kind of were kind of like didn't like? Oh, um, gee, I, I, I really can't say there was nothing that I didn't like of the film. Um. Um, you know, I, I thought Sandman got, didn't get as much time as, as right. like a lot of them did. So I, I think that was a little bit more cause you didn't know what side he was going to be on. Like, right. was, I like, kind of felt like they kind of, we had the kids called did him dirty. <laughs> cause Jesus Christ. He, <laughs> because he came you're, in you're too now. old. You're too old for this stuff. You, you can't. Yeah. Just because, <laughs> just because right, your wife's younger. There's, I mean, you can pull this shit <laughs> off. It does no, it doesn't work by that way. Because <laughs> um, I felt like like he could have gotten some more time, but you're right. You didn't know where he was going to be, but I also felt like he started off as a as a guy who wanted to be on Pete's side and then got halfway through. It kind of got shafted. He's like, I don't know anything about you. I'm going to put you in here. And he gets pissed off. And then, to be called, Electro kind of gets in his ear and kind of Iago's him a little bit. Um because you never really know what his mo- like at at the end where he's fighting with alongside you know Electro and, and Lizard, I don't really know what his motivation is at this point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because all he cared about was getting back to his daughter, right? And he was possibility of getting cured, you know. Which spoiler he did, um, but it. It makes you go like, okay, well, why would he not want to fight with Spider-Man and the gang to try to stop everybody else so he can become, he can go back home to his kid with potentially being cured? I don't I, know. I, I didn't say like, like the only thing, I was just said, the only thing that was like kind of, it was like, like you just didn't know his motives, the whole thing. I mean, right. granted you did, you like you said, you, you, the, the, the getting home to his kid, but you go in. Does he think that he won't be able to get back home? And he said, like, like, he's like, he's like, fuck it. Because that's the thing. The only thing that kind of threw me off in the whole thing was just just, you're going, I still don't, I still don't understand where he was coming from. Right. Um, You know, but like I said, he got very, to me, compared to all of them, him and and Lizard got the least amount of screen time. Right. uh, uh, Between, you know, and and I'd say, like, like, it wasn't to me that bad you know where it was like oh we didn't get enough lizard or we didn't get enough sandman you know because you're going to me i'll be honest to me they're second tier characters i, I completely agree with you hard i'm i'm I, i'll be honest i the movie would have been good without the sandman and without the lizard right. i think that they wanted to get 
I think it's a way to kind of get all them together it to be almost like a sinister six more like a fearful five I guess you can kind of say <laughs> fearful five. <laughs> you know but they kind of I mean when they cure a doc for lack of a better term and, and he gets his ass handed to him sort of mm-hmm. he kind of disappears so it makes me figure I'm like when is he gonna pop back up and of course he pop I, like that's why I said like in the trailer that I saw where you know you see lizards kind of like get hit by somebody and you don't see it in my head I'm like well that could have been Doc Ock like at that moment in the movie before both Spider-Man show up I was like well they cure Doc Ock so maybe that's seen later on in the movie if it ever comes up because again this is Marvel hmm. maybe it's Doc Ock that's fighting alongside by Spider-Man because that's now theoretically possible mm-hmm. you know and that you could get away with not having Toby or, you know, Andrew on there. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I'm perfectly 100% behind the fact that I'm glad that they were there. I'm not, you know, I I know I wasn't playing. Maybe I was playing a little bit both sides. But I think that to me, the, I was going to go see the movie either way, whether or not they were going to be there. And I'm not going to be. I didn't want to fall down the well. It's like, oh, yeah, they're going to be there. They're going to be there. And then they're not. And then be like, oh, fucking movie sucked. Because, again, movie in my head versus the reality of it you know i would rather just go in cautiously optimistic hmm. <laughs> was the best way to, to kind of approach it for me was just be like okay well I, it, it makes sense they would be there but if they're not if they're not there is it really going to hurt you because i mean the, does, does he really need to be there or what maybe they're different versions of tom holland like maybe you know i was like maybe they'll find some way to explain it because maybe they're all just different variants of the same character, mm-hmm. you know. But in this variant, I look like Tobey Maguire, and I just when I look like Andrew Garfield, <laughs> you know, you know, it's just it's interesting. Like, also, you know, somebody I was watching TikTok, and somebody brought up a point that all these people got pulled in that they were all fated to die, you know. But you have both Spider-Man in it too when they go back are they about to get killed or not that's just like, <laughs> yeah no, they, they go through these transformations they're like you know like lectures now like human and uh, right <laughs> you know and now it's just like his death is just like is, is it gonna happen that way <laughs> like, right like like are, it did by by curing because they, he did they did cure Electro they did cure Doc Ock. They also cured Green Goblin. They cured, they cured everybody. I yeah. mean, there's no one didn't get cured. But now when they go back to their respective universes, what happens to them? I mean, <laughs> I guess that's going to be like a what-if episode. Um, you know, they all died instantly. Because, because I feel like, okay, like we're, okay, well, what happens to Green Goblin? Like, at what point was he pulled out? Was it right before the glider hit him in the gut? Because guess what? He's going to come back. I'm cured. And it gets sh- shafted. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, like, Doc Ock comes back and he's like, oh, I'm going to save everybody. I'm, I'm cured. And, oh, shit, the world- New York is still about to blow up because I have this thing going off. <laughs> you know, I still have to sacrifice myself for the greater good. <laughs> Electro, last time I saw him, he was hanging in midair. You know, and (laughs) is he just going to pop up there and be like, oh shit, and then fall down to the earth? And then, okay, ripple effect, it's because of that, it's, you know, how does 
does Andrew Garfield still lose Gwen in the exact same way? Because she was being all, like I said, she was kind of being kind of defiant about wanting to help him defeat Electro, which put her into the place where Goblin was at. And it all felt like, like now I'm talking about like, well, maybe there are some holes. <laughs> like now, I got to back to the future. This shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, saying that, like, was I mean, because both Spider-Mans were there, so they know they're cured. So it's just like, do they now try and save them more than you know that the, if if it is like, but before the in, you know impact of death, or maybe it's during the final battle scene that 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 it happens. So they kind of go back, and now they know they're cured. So it kind of changes the whole timeline, or you know, or or does it go back further now because now that they're cured they don't have these problems and maybe they didn't cause problems for Spider-Man, you know, in those movies, you know? And so, right. Right. If, if Norman Osborn's cured, then there is no, you know, him and ha- Pete and Harry's relationship maybe flourishes into something better. Mm-hmm. But then it, I, I always kind of feel like no matter what, I think that in my head, any kind of hole that's left, is a vacuum, and I think that that vacuum is going to seal itself up in some way, shape, or form in those respective uni- universes. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, Pete gets to cure, Pete gets to cure um, everybody, and sends it back to their universes, but he doesn't know the consequences of his actions. Right. You know, so it's kind of like, well, I mean, does he learn something? Does he not learn something? Does he make more trouble for? For all you know, he can make it up. To, he can be basically bringing up more trouble than it's worth. Right. You know, for for the other Spider-Man, but I, I mean, who knows? Maybe, but again, on the same side, maybe that's why Andrew Garfield, when he goes back to his timeline, he's no longer angry and bitter. He's no longer pull. He's he's pulling his punches again, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe Toby, because Toby McGuire's Spider-Man he comes off more aged, because he's probably. I mean, obviously, I, I think the oldest, obviously, of the three of them. So he looked the one who's aged most. And I'll be honest, I haven't seen him in a while anyway. So when I saw him, I'm like, wow, he looks kind of tired. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I guess it kind of works if he's, if he's still Spider-Man. I mean, could you imagine being Spider-Man in your teenage years and then here you are in your 40s and you're still Spider-Man? <laughs> you know, like, it's got to be tough on people, right. <laughs> like on a person. You know, I mean... I'm not saying that Spider-Man's a young man's game, but I. how long do you sustain? <laughs> how long? Like It's a teenager's in, game, I tell you. It's a teenager right, game. Like in, in comic books, he can be perpetually be your teenager or his early 20s for as long as you need him to be. But in the reality of this, I mean, time does march on, so your actors are going to age well, maybe not so well. You know, maybe you'll do some digital makeup on them because I felt like Doc Ock might have been looked a little younger. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe even Green Goblin. I think Willem looked a little younger too since I've seen him. Um, but again, that could just be digital facelifts. But Pete looked a little tired and bagged under his eyes. I'm like, well, I guess if he's technically been doing, I mean, I don't remember when the last Spider-Man movie was. Um, his Spider-Man movies, but you figure it's been like 15 years. At least, mm-hmm. I think, you know, he's in that universe. He's still Spider-Man. So he's been Spider-Man for 15 years on top of the years yet in between the movies. So, like, it's got to be kind of 
<laughs> tiresome. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I'll be honest. On a side note, Ed, you know what I hope they do? I hope they bring in Black Cat. That was another thing I mentioned about the parallel between Spider-Man and Batman. Both of them have their own Catwoman. <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty influential on who's like the bad girl who they want to be with, but they also want to reform. But the girl's like, oh, you can't reform me. I am who I am, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But I would really like to see a live-action black cat. I don't know who you get to get, you know, who could be that but you know I'm sure they pick somebody <laughs> I don't know so. you know I mean black cat well I mean now I mean you can now I mean that's the thing like now you have this open right refresh in a way I mean you know now that now that he's a harder Spider-Man and and you know yeah. what you know what do you do you know and you have those characters I mean you know and then you know I I was I was arguing with my nephew yesterday about the fact that he thinks Hobgoblin's the next villain, and I'm like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that coming. And then you're, you're now you're telling me Ned Leeds is Hobgoblin. I'm like, son of a bitch! Like, I mean, yeah, I'm like the I kid think... didn't. I don't think the kid knew who Hobgoblin is in real life. So you kind of <laughs> right. He probably seen him in a cartoon, you know, because he's in the, he's in the well, he's also in the '90s cartoon. He was voiced by Mark Hamill. Um, but I kind of feel like there's a possibility, but I. Don't, I think it's too soon for to kick off a hobgoblin. Really? Yeah. I feel like you know I don't know, maybe maybe not. I mean if there's in in Tom Holland's world there's no Norman Osborn, so I don't I mean unless something happens to Ned in like a college accident a la Doctor Doom. Yeah. That causes him to kind of lose it. I mean, here's the thing: is though Ned never had multiple personalities. Ned knew exactly what he was doing the entire time, so there's no real tragedy for for that character. Like, at least with Norma, you can go, well, he he split personality disorder. There's a well, yeah. I I I'm just saying though, I I think maybe that because now he doesn't know who Peter Parker is, you know, right. or, you know, Spider Man and all. There might be gaps in his head that might him go like a little crazy. Oh, that the spell kind of fucked with him a little yeah. bit because because he's expressed some sort of magical property that maybe that kind of fucks with the that the spell kind of does a little something something to him. Mm-hmm. All right, that's 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 a good plot point, Ed. That's 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 a very well. That's a that is a good a solid B. Ed. Solid B. All right, I'll take a B. B. I, I, I can get behind that theory. Like, why not? It makes, you know, there's consequences to all magic anyway. Right. So why not one of those consequences? And also, it paints, it still gives that Pete still somewhat responsible for that tr- that tragedy that Ned goes through. Right. Because it's, it's, it's the choices that he made led to this. So, and that works on Pete's guilt. So that that would actually work. That would actually work, Ed. There you go. You know, now the question is, all right, do you bring in a Gwen Stacy at this point? Because now he's, or is he going to be, is he still going to try to get involved in MJ's life and Ned's life in some way, shape, or form? Because it didn't, he he looked like he made the conscious decision to say, okay, I'm not going to tell them that I'm Spider-Man, 
but it's not like he made a conscious decision to be like, okay, I'm not going to be a part of their life. You know, I mean, he might be the guy that shows up every day for coffee or a sandwich just so he can talk to the girl. You know. Yeah, but if they're like, going, if they're going like, to MIT, you know, like you know. Right. Unless right, because he'd say he takes a GED. He well, obviously he'll pass because he's super smart, and then gets into MIT because the two of them got in MIT because the world doesn't know he's Peter Parker, doesn't know he's Spider Man anymore. So he could essentially be a, a, a student with them right. too, you know, but when he gets into college is when he meets Gwen Stacy too. Okay. So uh, there's that kind well, of, let's say it could be a love triangle where he's at MIT and then, you know, Gwen's there as well, you know, and he's trying to, you know, get with, you know, MJ and then they have, you know, like a love triangle almost going on between the three of them. You know, and then right. Ned Ned gets Ned gets pushed away, and then the the magic in the gap, and right. then he becomes okay. Hobgoblin, and then you know, there you go. See, I wrote the script. There you, you like go. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome, Marvel. Because, right, because it did kind of allude in this movie too, with like the three of them. I think MJ was going to start getting kind of annoyed with Ned because he's always around when you know because he's always around, like, right the two of them are a couple maybe they want to be alone but they can't be alone because ned's always around huh. you know so maybe there's something there maybe there is like a love triangle that between the three of them and ned's pushed out because i don't or at least jealous of peter because now pete's got two women and maybe ned over time has gotten a fondness for mary jane and is like well i you know i have to do something to win her affection here I'm going to do this and then gets into an accident. You're right. Kind of a la Dr. Doom, but turns into Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. That is actually a very, we've seen way too many movies. Because <laughs> that actually kind of works on paper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's actually kind of a, you know, decent thing. I don't think, um, okay, now something we haven't talked about, and we'll touch on this because it's got nothing really to do with the Spider-Man movie, but at the, the second bumper to the end of the movie was basically a trailer for, we call it, um, Doctor Strange 2. Right. The multiverse. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't, there was nothing there that, uh, I wasn't expecting, you know, like, like there was no surprises to me and sure, you know, like form, you know, we, we, cause you knew like all the conversations are going on. You knew that, uh, um, Wanda was going to be in it, you know? Right. And so the, you know, so you kind of, you, you, so that was, you know, and then of course they gave it the fact that like, was she, you know, she could be a help or she could be the enemy, you know, like kind of thing. So it's that back and forth moment that you're getting. So you don't know, um, you know, like, like what's, what's, what's going on. You know, of course I'm like, I'm like, and to me, it doesn't really matter <laughs> at this point. You're going, you know, you, you, everybody's going to speculate like, you know, 50 times over and it's just right. like, you either going to be somewhat right or somewhat wrong and probably not even close. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, Stacy didn't see every episode of what if, and as a person who's seen every episode of what if I'm like, they're going to really kind of do the, the Doctor Strange what if he lost his heart and not his hands storyline because there's an evil Doctor Strange in that moment <laughs> and I'm like why is he Are, and because they have what's her name Amy 
um, Amy Adams, because I think she played his love interest in the first in his in his movie. Mm-hmm. So are they going to do an alternate timeline where she gets killed like the comic book, like the cartoon did? And that when you meet because like they're like, well, the biggest threat to the multiverse, Doc, is you. You know, and you see him turn around. He's, you know, black hair. He's evil. <laughs> he's just, he's you call it the mirror image of himself. Mm. You know, and I'm like, okay, that's that's kind of cool. When Doctor Strange comes up to Wanda, he's like, it's not about that. We need your help. What we is he talking about? Is he talking about like Wong and everybody there, or is he talking like, uh, is there another we with him? You know. I, I don't. It it's, makes it interesting, right? I said there's there's so many questions, and I'd say like, are, are is is that because it was a voiceover that they used, and, right. and there is no we, and it's just him? Or, I need your right. help, you know, like I think, and they're just throwing people off because now they're going now people are going to speculate who's going to be in it. Well, we saw Charlie Cox in the, you know, in right. the thing. Are we are we going to get a Daredevil with you know with uh, uh, helping I, out, you know? <laughs> There was a scene with looks like a girl walking in with like a, a pattern on her like a jean jacket. I thought that could have been Ms. Marvel, you know, like maybe like like a, a young Avengers type thing going on. Maybe maybe like how weird would it be to see if Spider-Man's in it, but not as like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like without anybody knowing that he's Spider-Man kind of deal. Like as it might be too soon. I don't know. I'm interested in seeing. Since Sam Raimi's directing it, uh, some of those camera angles, I'm going, that is pure, you know, pure Sam Raimi. You know, I was like, wow, that's kind of some nice angles you got going on there, Sam. <laughs> you know, but I, I'm I'm excited. It's, it comes out next year. Yeah. I think May, I think. Yes. You know, that's not that far. I'm like, all right, I, you know, I, I'm in. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm all about the the. the Doctor Strange. I'm all about the strange man. What? <laughs> I'm getting into the strange, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. It's strange and freaky. <laughs> Let's do this thing. <laughs> was Was there anything else that you wanted to like? Maybe that I. I say you 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 hit a lot of beats. So I I, I can't think of anything else that that was missing in this i mean you know you hit all you hit all the major things i mean you know it's just um yeah i'm just trying to think if there's something we didn't talk about and i can't think of anything right now off the top of my head like with there was there was any you know anything that was not said about this movie except the uh, the uh, ordinance of it but uh um that's fine <laughs> um yeah, I, was there like a specific scene that you enjoyed the most I mean, it's like I'm putting pressure on you there. I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just saying there was there, there was a lot of there was a lot of great scenes. I mean, you know, I mean, like the the to me it was all I kept thinking was was like when Sean sees this, he's gonna cry like a bitch. Because right? <laughs> because I mean, there was times I was just like you know when 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 you know it may you know bites it. You're you're you know I'm tearing up. I'm like I'm like I'm like. Yeah, like, like, yeah, it hit me, and I'm like, I'm the coldest bastard probably around, right? You know, and I was just like, whoo, man, you know, and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, hold, <laughs> right. holding back those tears and all, and and but it was like the whole time I'm like, I'm like, 
yeah, Sean's really going to lose it. I mean, he is an emotional man as it is, but this yeah, is Spider-Man. And, what's that? I'm in touch with my feelings. Yes. But, you know, you, you know, it's like on top of it, it's Spider-Man. You know, so you're, you're going, yeah, there is there, there is no way you're not going to cry in this movie. Yeah, yeah I, I, I said, I mean, the whole fight scene, I was like, wow, that's that's it was incredible. But then when... Also, too, I mean, when May stepped out and, and she gets stabbed or, you know, I'm like, or however she got hurt in the explosion, I guess, uh, you know, um, like when she said that line, I was like, she's fucking gone. They're killing her off. They're, they're just there's no coming back from that. <laughs> like, huh. like you can't you don't get it. You don't get to say that and walk away. <laughs> you know, there's there's, you know, happy getting you know like yelling run and him just crying it's like oh so painful painful to watch right you know um i was thinking what was the other one um okay i think there is an a version where toby mcguire gets killed you think so i think so like at the end where tom is getting ready to shove that glider right down goblin's throat after a sound thrashing, by the way. <laughs> um, he and then you have Toby McGuire jump in and stop him, and just to get basically stabbed in the back by Goblin, I, I was like, "Oh no!" Like the whole like the whole audience kind of stopped like for that moment. Like, yeah. Like you could hear an audible gasp, but like, "Oh my god, are they going to do that? They're going to do that?" Like, you you can't. Like a lot of people, like I was walking out, people going, I thought they were going to kill my childhood, man. I was so mad. (laughs) (laughs) And a part of me was like, I don't, I mean, it would made redemption wise, it would have made sense. Like it would have made sense that, you know, Tobey Maguire steps in the way to save somebody who's almost unsavable. But again, mirroring who Peter is from the start that person who never gives up and always says that there's hope and I'm always going to keep trying to almost a fault that he, that his own arch enemy wins by killing him because he's trying to stop him from getting killed, you know, <laughs> and, and then have him get killed. And then, then the, you know, they, they give him the cure and that's why he was like, you know, what have I done? That moment makes me think, Oh, whatever. I wonder if there's an alternate cut where Toby gets Toby bites the dust. Like, it just, there just seemed to be like that moment and the moment where he, you first see him, made me feel like there's some alternate takes and some alternate decisions that were made. Like I think someone went, yeah, you know, we just, well, we just made him lose MJ. We just made him lose Aunt May. I don't know if we can, can we pull off two significant deaths? And again, you're, I mean, Sam Raimi's doing the next movie, so do we really want to kill off his guy? you know like like maybe maybe you don't want to you know destroy that that version of spider-man i don't know i i i i don't think so i mean i i really don't think there's an alternate take where where he dies i because i i i think at one point maybe they thought about it you know type of thing but i think it was just the fact that like you're you're getting the fact that like 
that Green Goblin's getting his revenge on Spider-Man finally, like like before his like it's like his last rod. Like he still won in a way that right. he finally he stabs Spider-Man back after him stabbing with the right. glider. You know, like you know it was it was that back and forth moment, you know, kind of thing. And I'm like, I got you, and then all of a sudden, like he gets cured, and then it's just like, what did I do? You know, because he was totally blacked out. Like he right. he knew that like when when the green goblin takes over that, that Norman Osborn is no longer like at home basically. And, and right. you know, so that's that to me, you know, cause that was the, that's the thing that kind of creeped me out the most out of the whole movie. It was just like, it's like, what did I do that? You know, that he, um, has uh, no memory, no memory. And you know, like, like, like he's that villain, you know, type of thing. And you just, that dual personality of a, like a, a kind person versus the, you know, the evil, you know, uh, right. The Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde aspect. Right. And it was, it was just, it was just, it works so well. I think it just, it just, yeah. you know, and I, and I, I was like, William Defoe did a great job on it. Yeah. Yeah. He crushed it. I mean, like I, it's definitely one of those movies where I'm like, I, if I could go back to the theaters, like to see it again, I would, um, Part of me is like, kind of, you know, it, I'll be honest, it was kind of nice being in a theater because it was kind of crowded. Um, and it was, there were some kids in there and some kids were talking. There was, there was a buzz in the room, obviously. But to be able to interact and to be, I didn't, to be there when people gasped and cheered, it, it felt nice to kind of, for just a brief moment, I was like, oh, I remember what this used to feel like before the pandemic. Like, <laughs> This is what it was supposed to be. This is what it's, it's, this is this is what going to the movies is supposed to be like. Not necessarily like as crazy it is, but there's like the Avengers moment where you know where he says Avengers assemble and the place goes fucking batshit crazy. Right. Like there's you didn't ha- you haven't had that since then. You know that moment because of the pandemic and not really any really good movies that kind of elicit that kind of response, but to. So to kind of see when people cheered when Andrew Garfield showed up and then really cheered when Tobey Maguire came on, like you could definitely tell who's the room was divided upon who they wanted to see more. Right. You know, and it was just nice to be able to kind of be a part of that and to feel that kind of a buzz. You know, people guess. Even I was like, oh, my God, I can't. Like, I kind of I, I even cheered a little bit when I saw Charlie Cox. I was like, oh, my God, they fucking did it. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Like good on them like it just made me go okay they didn't forget anybody they're not gonna because they made a comment like you know with the shows were done that they weren't going to just disregard those characters but there's always this the the, i guess the the danger of them kind of taking so long to get back to them that the person who's doing is way too old or way too busy to go do it so they'd have to recast. It just was nice to be like, oh, my God, they didn't forget. And they got him. And he said, yeah, and everything worked out great. And he had a pretty cool scene, too, you know, catching that brick right in mid-air. He's like, I'm a, I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right. There's a, there was a nice chemistry between the two of them, which made me go, oh, I would like to see that on screen. Not not in a Daredevil movie, but like as like two two superheroes trying to do something together, mm-hmm. you know. I'm like, yeah, I, I could, I, I could dig it, especially if you're going to bring back Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin. So why not have like a down to earth Kingpin? Because Kingpin is was also a Spider-Man villain. Mm-hmm. He's a mobster of New York, so it would make sense that he'd be a, a villain in just about any 
character in that universe. You know, um, obviously he's more closely associated with Daredevil because of the history they have. But ultimately, he was also a Spider-Man villain. So why not have Vincent D'Onofrio, Charlie Cox, and Tom Holland together in a movie where, you know, they're maybe bringing down, trying to bring down Kingpin again? Right. <laughs> you know, it'd be, it'd be nice. But again, that's me just kind of fanboying out going, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And then you have Jennifer Walters. Is it Jennifer Walters, I think? You know, um, you have She-Hulk in it. That'd be kind of nice. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I'm getting the, the a, a new defenders up with Pete and you know with them. Right. <laughs> but I say there's like it's, there's so many possibilities, and that and that's I think that's what makes it so great is the fact is that we can get you know like we can fanboy this out all day and and right. and, and and then it's like said that now they have that any possibility because now they've 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 made their deals and 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 definitely can you know. Uh, um, uh, well, they could go anywhere because, like, uh, like I said earlier in the show, was that people would bitch that he's not Spider-Man because he hasn't had that with great power comes great responsibility moment. He didn't. He hasn't lost anything. Right? He never has. I mean, you. It was implied because of Uncle Ben and stuff like that, but you don't know if if him being Spider-Man was what made him lose Uncle Ben in the first place, right. you know, or maybe there never was an Uncle Ben. For all we know, because there was no. And maybe they maybe they might have mentioned it, maybe one of the movies, but there's just this there is because it's uh I think he uh the suitcase that he goes when he goes from far from home, I think it was B Ben Parker. It was his suitcase. Okay. Um But there isn't like those people who were like, Well, he's just Iron Man Junior, okay, fine, you know what? Fuck you. Now he's got nothing. Now he is Spider Man. He has his with great power comes great responsibility moment. They kill off his his Aunt May, and now she, now he's kind of left alone and on his own. And what are you going to say to that? How are you going to bitch? Now you're going to be the people going, oh, well, he, I liked him better when he had the fucking suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's just, like I said, I just feel like people are going to be like, I, those people are going to be the people that are just never satisfied. Like, oh, he's Iron Man Jr. Okay, we're going to take that from him then. And now he's not. Now he's going to be Spider-Man, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man that you think he should be. Now what do you got to say? Oh, where's the cool gadgets? I miss Friday. (laughs) I miss miss, uh, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) You know, where's Happy? Is he going to be in it? No, all that's gone. It's done. It is done. You've you've essentially rebooted this the character with the same actor, right? <laughs> you know, it's like it's it's smart. You know, it makes it, it makes the future exciting and also unknown because you don't know who's going to show up. Anybody can at this point, right? If at all, you know. I'm saying yeah, I but I mean, I think they they put enough building blocks in there to you know work on any angle and you would just you know and you and then somebody points it out like you going oh remember this and this you know yeah uh this this uh, you know owning the he she owns this the whatever it was what was the what was the name of the place that she owned the aunt may owned oh feast feast uh, yeah and yeah. you say mr negative and you're like you're going there you go like you don't know <laughs> like right but it, um yeah and any of those three next three movies, you can have Mister Negative, and then, you know, Ned Leeds as as Hobgoblin, and you know, so now, you know, and 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 the best part is, is that if you don't, 
doesn't matter. Like <laughs> doesn't matter. And you know, they might never touch on the venom thing, the little piece of venom behind. Right. I mean, I'd be crazy if they didn't, but I mean, they can. You know, in in the what do you call it uh, when Doc when Doctor Strange is kind of sealing the portal or saying he can't close it, you're seeing all these people pop up, old event. You know, and if you look closely, one was Craven, one was Rhino. Right, I'd say I, 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 I thought maybe one of the next villains would have been Craven the Hunter. You know, I would love, I love to see that. You know, me too. I would have loved, I would have loved to see that. I mean, who's to say that there's not? Like he's, <laughs> he's still Spider Man. Right, you can still bring Craven in. Yep. You know, so I mean, we'll see. Yes. I, I said I am super excited though. I, I thought the movie was good, great. I, I mean. I still, like I said, I still think Far From Home is a, is, is just maybe a little bit better, um, because you're, <laughs> it was more like a, a fun romp, <laughs> you might say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's 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 all I got to say about that, sir. I don't know about you. No, I'm 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 pretty. I can't think of anything else. Of course, I'll probably boom to be, you know, tonight when I'm sitting there after re-editing the show or whatever, putting, you know, putting the final touches on this and going, oh, I should have talked about this. <laughs> oh, there's always next week. Yep. So that being said, for those people who've hung out and listened to our spoilerific version of this show, thanks for listening. Um, if you haven't already, uh, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Of course, um, if there's something you want to contact Ed about, um, whether it be Spider-Man related, whether what you thought of the movie, what you did, what you liked, what you didn't like, or just something just in general. Hey, Ed, what you have for breakfast? You can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And that's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. 